This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. A French pharmaceutical company wants to make it easier for women to get birth control after the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. It's asking the FDA for permission to sell its birth control pill over the counter in the U.S. Kelly Blanchard heads a nonprofit that operates the Free the Pill Coalition. Having a doctor, finding a doctor, getting an appointment, the cost of that visit, the cost of the travel, finding child care, all of those logistics and those barriers fall heavier on people who are working to make ends meet. Birth control pills are already available without a prescription in many other parts of the world. Temperatures in parts of Louisiana and Texas are expected to top 100 today. Forecasters put the high for Houston at 101, but grid operator ERCOT is urging people to turn up the AC and wait to run the dishwasher until after 8 p.m. Houston City spokeswoman Mary Benton expects things to get even worse. As we go into the work week, but a lot of people are going to be in their offices and also working at home. The state is asking people to conserve energy, and there is a concern about rolling blackouts or just power outages. Urquhart says calm winds are partly to blame for less power production. Firefighters at Yosemite are desperately trying to save the stately sequoias that have stood at the southern corner of the park for thousands of years. I'm standing right in front of the grizzly giant, which is arguably one of the most famous trees on earth, and we've got a sprinkler system set up, and we're, we're trying to give it some preventative first aid, really. A raging wildfire there has doubled in size in a day. A former White House aide has had a change of heart about testifying before law Makers investigating the January 6th attack. Correspondent Scott McFarlane is on Capitol Hill. Former Trump aide Steve Bannon says he's now open to testifying at a public hearing. In a letter this weekend, former President Trump says he's released Bannon from executive privilege to do so and slammed the committee as political thugs and hacks. There's a new warning about the dangers of family outings to trampoline parks. Correspondent Meg Oliver. CBS News has confirmed at least six people have died from trampoline park injuries across the country since 2012. That number could be higher because confidentiality agreements stop them from speaking out or reporting it to the Consumer Product Safety Commission. In Spain... Three people were gored, including a 25-year-old from Sunrise, Florida, at the running of the Bulls in Pamplona. TV images show the American being gored in the calf in the ring. Regional government officials say he's expected to be okay. Dow down 135. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Ew, Dad, why are toenails so ugly and yellow? Hey, it's James, and if you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Let's face it, toe fungus is embarrassing. I was afraid to take my socks off and hid my yellowing, crumbly toes from everybody. But nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. Even a small spot can spread and get worse. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Finally, me and thousands of others are free from fungus. And you can be, too. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-764-9219. That's 800-764-9219. Eliminate your toe fungus once and for all, guaranteed. 
Call now, 800-764-9219. Your channel or 3 early warning forecast, mostly sunny, breezy, warmer today, high 86. Sorry, mostly clear and breezy tonight, 68. Mostly sunny to start tomorrow, then partly cloudy, hot, humid, breezy. Maybe a couple of showers during the day, but it's more likely we'll get rain and storms uh, towards sunset. And some of the storms could be strong to severe. Tomorrow's high 92 for Wednesday. Morning clouds, then becoming mostly sunny and breezy with a high of 90. 73 in Norwich, 74 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. COVID-19 vaccines are being offered today at Ocean Beach Park. That's 5 to 8 during cruise night. You get all doses, all brands available. It's brought to you by the State Department of Public Health and Griffin Health. Bradley International Airport is receiving a $20 million federal grant for an important terminal uh, upgrade. The money in the federal infrastructure package will help the uh, state pay for a $185 million baggage screening uh, facility. The 80,000-square-foot facility will allow the baggage screening process to be removed from the ticketed area. Uh, baggage instead will be then taken from the ticketing lobby by a conveyor belt to the new building at the rear of the terminal for the TSA inspections. Mostly sunny, breezy, and warmer today, up to 86. It is 73 in Norwich at 10.05. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. It's Potpourri, live and local telephone talk with Bob Edwards for Stu Breyer. Sorry, that's the wrong one I put in there. Anyway, I'll be filling in for Bob. <laughs> Uh, yeah, since Monday. You have to excuse that, folks. Welcome to our program. 889-5252 is our telephone number. Off to a roaring start. Nice summer day. Temperatures could hit 90 degrees. If you like that kind of weather. High humidity. It has been a very summery summer so far, so certainly there's no complaints there. All right, should we make this official? All right, we'll make it official now. This is the uh, one that we use today on WICH. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome to the program. Pleasure to be with you on this Monday. Hope the weekend went well. Look at this, huh? What is it? Moving along in July, huh? We'll slow things down. It's an open forum to start things off. I'll tell you about my guest shortly. Welcome to the program. Well, hi, Stu. Hi there. Look, look at you, number one today, huh? Wow. Hadn't had that in a while. I know. You are number one. I think Susan and Joey um, have won for that lately. Um, how are you doing, Stu? You're in, good. You're in the running. You're in the running. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I was thinking about uh, actually. Remember, I used to do cheap secrets, but not that cheap foods. I'll do that one if it's okay. Cheap foods. All right, we're looking for cheap foods these days. Yeah, like if somebody didn't have much money when they were growing up, or um, needed to uh, get really full but didn't want to spend that much money. I was thinking of all the things that cafeterias did people did and everything to make it go further i remember in school elementary school that to make pizza cheap for the kids because it was supposed to be pizza they used to take uh, a piece of toast 
and then put spaghetti sauce on it and then put cut cut up hot dogs on it with cheese on top of that. Mm. So, Macaroni and cheese used to be a very reasonable uh, dinner. I don't know what it is now, but mac and yeah. cheese, which I always loved, by the way. It is good. I, I remember somebody made, or I got it and made it, and I couldn't stand it, but I knew a relative that loved it the way her father made it, and it was the Chef Boyardee, the, the kit, pizza kit. It's not refrigerated, mm. but it comes with, like, powdered cheese and the uh, the dough and everything to make it. And it in, a, in a box that's not even refrigerated, but maybe there's a secret for that to make it right. I never got it right. Wonder, wonderful health food we used to eat, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking of the other thing. Um, like, if you don't have much money and you want to make a meal and a lot of people simmer something all day. I came up with the idea, cook all the foods that have to be cooked, and then put that into the big pot, and then uh, that helps heat up the other stuff and just cook a little while, not all day, those slow cookers. A lot of people like them, but, um, you know, cooking all day, that, that I, can't, I don't think that could be that healthy. Well, with inflation, a lot of people are, uh, you know, making a bigger meal and then saving some from another part of the week, maybe a couple of days after with inflation and higher prices. There are things that you can do to save money, but yeah. it's going to take a lot of uh, time in the grocery store. I remember a friend of mine in the Squamacket when I was um, in high school, um, he would, uh, his family didn't have that much money, so the church, whenever they had a, a funeral or a uh, reception or whatever they call that after, all the food, which there was a lot of it left over in these huge um, trays, aluminum trays with a cover, they used to give that to his family, and uh, they could eat a week on that or even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one you... other thing about Musquamacut, um maybe that could be another question. What what would you do? What did you do when you were in high school? But you probably wouldn't want to do now. And us kids got well, four or five kids figured uh, we would have a little. Uh, a party tent in the woods you know between the woods and the two houses there are a lot of woods and the tent we got it going and the tent did not have a floor and that was part of the big problem because um i woke up in the morning um and there were the kids said when you were sleeping there were spiders walking all over you well, and i yeah, didn't know you're, <laughs> you're camping you know you got to expect everything right yeah yeah and we had candles for light and there was a new limerick created then, but it was a very short one. It was called, uh, I, it, it, they, I was once a candle from Musquamacut, or I knew a candle from Musquamacut. You knew a candle from Musquamacut? Yeah, we were trying to rhyme. You know the ones they did, like oh, some yeah. guy does that mm-hmm. in comedy clubs, all these limericks? We tried to copy that, but there, was, there once was a candle from Musquamacut. That's the best we could do. Well, it's hard to rhyme with Musquamacut. Yeah. All right, well, uh, glad I was able to check in with you, Stu. And I hope that Miss M is good if she gets the podcast. All right, my friend. Thank you. Yep, bye. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, Wonder Man. It's a superhero that we have here. 889-5252. I just want to talk about sports for a second, or you can talk about it longer. But last night, the Red Sox and Yankee game was broadcast on ESPN. And I think ESPN should be ashamed of themselves. The broadcast of that game 
they were interviewing other people during the game. And half the screen was the interview. And I've always thought that ESPN did a good job, but I don't know what's happened to them. But uh, they must have taken stupid pills. This was a Red Sox and Yankee game. But they weren't even watching the game. They were interviewing people. Man, I'll tell you, I'll bet you they got a lot of complaints about that. I hope so. There, I got that off my chest. Open forum today at 895252 is the number. I'm so frustrated with our company's cleaning service. They're not living up to their promises, and it's really starting to bug me. That's why I use Surebright Commercial Cleaning Services. I know it's done right every time. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm Chris Heller, co-owner of Surebright. It all comes down to customer service. We know that our customers, like Hall Communications, trust us with their facility as well as their image. And we appreciate just how important superior maintenance is to our customers, their customers, and their employees. That's why with Surebright, you'll get only the best in service and quality. Being a family-owned, independent company, customers know that they can always call either Chris or Patsy Heller with any questions or concerns. Surebright Commercial Cleaning Service, a division of Surebright Enterprises Incorporated. Out of sight, out of mind works for me. I'm going with Surebright Commercial Cleaning Services. Great choice. Surebright Commercial Cleaning Services. Done right every night. Out of sight, out of mind. Serving Connecticut. Call 860-887-9785 or visit surebrightinc.com. Monday, July 11th, could hit 90 today. Good morning to you. Hi, Stu. Larry, I wanted to talk to you today, Larry. You, first of all, you watched the wrong ESPN, so you made the mistake. You what? watched the A-Rod ESPN number two. You should have watched ESPN one. You're kidding me. Yeah, there's two ESPN, so you watched the one with A-Rod, which is a disgrace. They're a disgrace. And ESPN, the regular ESPN, they cover the game real good, which is... If you got Comcast, twenty nine is 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 the regular ESPN. Thirty is the one that you watched. Oh my goodness! Channel I 30. never realized that they would cover a game two different ways. Yeah, they're on, but they were on both ESPNs last night. <laughs> yep. I never the Friday night's game was one of the greatest games I've ever seen. Even if the Red Sox had lost, that was a great game Saturday night. Well, yeah, I liked the game a lot, but if they had lost, I don't think I would have liked it that much. But it was a wonderful game. It was a big lift because the Red Sox have been doing horribly, but it's not their fault because everybody's hurt. Yeah. Bunch of crybabies with sore arms and sore legs. You know, like like uh, like Devis. I got a sore back. My back hurts. Are you making $20 million a year? Go out and play. No. I can see if you got a broken hand or a, or a broken bone or something, but just because you're sore... You got a sore back and you're not playing? Well, how could his back not be sore the way he swings, huh? That's what I'm saying. He overswings. Well, I mean, he's a good boy. He's a good player. I'm not going to give him. I'm not going to. But he's uh, he overswings a, a lot, and uh, no wonder his back hurts him. But you you can't sit out for, for two games against the Yankees because your back hurts. Well, I don't want it to get worse, and then he'd be out for a month. I don't know. Anyway. So. Well, thanks so, for the tip on that. I'll know next time. And yeah, there's two ESP, ESPN. So I don't know if you have Comcast, but if you do, at Channel 29 is a regular ESPN, okay. and the one you watched is Channel So 30. I watched stinky ESPN, the wrong yes. one. Gotcha. Yeah, you watched the wrong one. So you'll, so you'll know that from now on in the, in the future. And the other thing that's really, really got me uh, uh, going this weekend is... Uh, that brag in New York arrested that guy 
who got robbed by that black male, and, and he stabbed him and killed him, and he has the nerve to arrest this guy for murder, protected his business and protected himself. Um, clearly, clearly, uh, uh, he, he, he defended himself in his business, and this brag has a nerve to put a $250,000 bond on him when these other blacks in New York are committing murder and there's no bail on him at all, and they put this guy in Rikers on top of it? If, if this guy was white, this brag guy would have never done anything to him. Okay? He arrested him and did what he did to him because the guy he murdered was black that was trying to rob his store. Well, it looks that way, but we never will know for sure. But I no, will t- you, you, you got to listen. Watch Newsmax. Don't watch Fox News anymore because they're getting just as bad as CNN and, and uh, the. Watch Newsmax and News Nation, and they'll tell you the true story about what's going on in New York City, and, and how Brad can't stand white people. He hates them. He's another one that if you're black, you're not going to jail in New York. Well, it certainly so looked that way this in this black case. Guy who's trying to rob him, and he does this to him. Well, they have let the store owner out of jail. He's not in jail now. and uh, No, but they still put him there. Oh, no, and he of got, course. Listen to this. He got stabbed three times by the guy's girlfriend. Okay? And why they put him in Rikers, n- number one, the girl never got arrested. How come she never got arrested for stabbing this guy three times? I have no idea. Okay? They, no idea. They let her go. This is outrageous, too. They put this guy in Rikers on a $250,000 bond until finally they let him out on a $50,000 bond. And, and then... He gets an infection from the three stab wounds while he's in Rikers. Well, it's pathetic, these people that are getting into office to uh, to do these things. Uh, they're the wrong people, and they keep getting in, like California. I'm sure, I'm sure you're aware of all these, all these uh, 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 people in New York City that, uh, that have no bail. You know about the no-bail law, correct? Yes, I do. Okay, so they're committing murders... And they're, they're let out with no bail, okay? Murderers. They're let out with no bails, and then this guy is protecting himself mm-hmm. in his business from this punk, okay? And he he gets arrested for murder, for second-degree murder, by this this jerk. The, well, I'm, it, I'm, this is pathetic. I've never seen anything like this in my life, Stu. I, I really haven't. This is, uh, this is totally outrageous. Well, this is going on around the country in certain areas, and uh, it's pathetic. Yeah, all and- Democrat. All Democrat areas. And these people... Find a Republican area that this nonsense is going on. I'd like to see some demonstrators on this thing. That would be nice. Yeah. And then the other thing, before I let you go, these other punks got to harass their Kavanaugh and his family, his entire family, at a restaurant uh, over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and have to sneak him out a back door uh, during his dinner, his whole family. Uh, that's a disgrace. And this attorney general doesn't do a damn thing. There's a federal law on the books that you can't intimidate, harass uh, federal judges, and he doesn't say one thing. He doesn't arrest anybody. He doesn't even say anything. He doesn't send his attorney, his uh, his FBI agents to these uh, to these people and tell them they're violating the law. They just let him get away with it. Well, some of the uh, some of the uh, people in political office said, "Well, they have every right to demonstrate." As long as they don't go in the restaurant. No, they don't have a right to demonstrate. There's a federal law on the books that says you cannot intimidate, harass Supreme Court justices. Period. Period. Well, I feel your frustration, my friend. I don't know what's going on in this country, but it's not good in some areas of the country, that's for sure. No, and it's all, all uh, uh, still, I cannot wait until November 8th. 
Okay. I hope this summer goes by faster than last summer. Well, try to enjoy the summer days, Larry, all right? <laughs> I'll talk to you later. See you later. Hi, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Hi, Stu. Hi, Thank how you, you feeling? Well, I'm better. Good. I'm better. Good. It's going to take a while for the swelling to go away, but, but I'm better, which is good. <laughs> That's good. We were concerned, but it's nice to hear your voice. You sound good. Yeah. Um, did you ever hear of the Bradford Exchange? The Bradford Exchange. Yeah. No, you, you can fill me in on it. It's a jewelry uh, store, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. that you can um, get their jewelry that they have. They uh, You send away for it? Is that the deal? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. They have a, a cute, cute pendant, and they're advertising it in the papers and the magazines and they're a good jewelry place too mm-hmm. because I got a ring from them not too long ago and it's really nice it's beautiful well, it's everything they said it would be yes it is and more oh good and more mm-hmm. um, well anyway uh, they have the these pendants with a, a fully sculpted um, dog on them and they're adorable so I thought I would go for one, mm-hmm. and I had to choose a dog. They have 20 breeds you can choose from. Did you get one like yours? Yes, mm-hmm. but wait till I tell you. Um, I thought, well, I've had four dogs in my life, and I call them all my favorites. <laughs> but there was one special one, special, yep. and that was Rosie. Rosie, of course. We all knew Rosie. Yes. So so uh I decided to pick Rosie and I I was um I was looking at the pictures and I picked out the picture it said Shitsu on it because she looked the most like that one and nobody really knows what she was but they think she she was something like that you know mm-hmm. because she was from a rescue place in Tennessee And there were two stories with her. One, they found her walking along the street. And the other was somebody brought her to a beauty salon, you know, pet salon, and never picked her up. Nobody ever claimed her. So I thought, well, I'm going to get uh, Rosie on it. And they put her name on it. And um, so I said to myself, I want to make sure I I get the right one. So I asked my son, I picked it, picked it out, I asked him, I said, I want you to pick out the picture you think looks the most like Rosie. So he was looking him over and he picked out the Shih Tzu. And I said, that's the one I picked out. Excellent. Yes, that's what I said. So I, I'm going to order it today and I'll let you know when I get it. No, this but isn't going to make your dog jealous, is it? No, No, I don't think so, okay. no, because they're all my favorites. I love them all. Okay. But, but Rosie was special. She was special. From the minute I saw her, she just touched my heart, and that was it. And when she had to be put down, mm. I cried for two days. Oh, I, yeah, I remember that. It was har- yeah. It's horrible. I know. She it's was horrible. adorable. 
So anyway, so I'm going to get that pendant with her picture on it. Well, let us know when it comes in. I will. It's going to be adorable. I know. Okay. I know it. So uh, anyway, I'll let you know when I get it. Okay. I got their their uh, ring a short while ago, and it's beautiful. Well, after what you've been through, you deserve a nice ring. Well, I I got one, but th- this pendant is going to be adorable, and and I would tell anybody that if they have any questions about the Bradford Exchange, don't worry about it. Because the prices are reasonable and the quality is wonderful. They have a, you know, okay. that does sound familiar. They have a catalog. Uh, they they probably do. And they have all kinds of different things, not just jewelry, if I'm not mistaken. Really? I could be wrong. Well, anyway, uh, the jewelry, they, they advertise it in, I call it jewelry because to me this is jewelry. You know, it's mm-hmm. a pendant on a chain and everything. All right. And, and uh, it, it's really, really, oh, it's so cute. I hope it comes quick. Thanks. Okay, Stu. Talk to you yep, later. Bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. How are you? Hello, Marvin. Yeah, I was so upset with last night's game that I turned it off. Yeah, I didn't know there was another, Larry said there was another ESPN that was on that, that had normal people doing it. Huh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm confused. I don't know. I mean, it's like uh, today's today's world of technology, I just don't understand. Um, I was a nuclear reactor operator, and I was the senior nuclear chemist for the St. Lucie Nuclear Power Plant. And cell phones and tablets, they, they're, they're an evil, I think they're an evil device. I, I actually think the devil lives in them. Well, it all depends on how you use them. <laughs> well, that's the well. There's the first problem. You can't even use them. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and I see, I see these people just like whipping through them. You know, like, like you know, there's nothing to it. Like, it's an, like it's an abcus. Okay, and um, and I just don't get it because I've I've tried my darndest, and then. If you touch the wrong place, it does something. Um, as a matter of fact, right now my brand new HD TV, which that's what that's what Larry was probably talking about. There's an HD channel, and you got to know how to get to those, and then you got to pay for them, and then you got to you know it's all about the money. And um, and the thing is, so uh, so I I watched Monk. <laughs> well, good Monk. That's good. But from what I understand, from I like what I understand, Mark. my mom said we won. <laughs> yeah, they won. It was a, well, it was really something. They won eleven to six. They yeah. were down four to nothing, and um, bingo! It was one of those nice games. If it yeah. wasn't for the morons at ESPN, that ruined it. But it was a good game. No, they did. They and they ruined it for me. And you know, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why, because. You're supposed to be see these networks. For some reason, the marketing people have decided there's other areas to make money, and so that's what they did. They were they were going to another area to make money, and and people like you and I, who like a good old fashioned baseball game, you know. I mean, I really love to go to a baseball game. I love to go to the park. I like to sit there 
people say, oh, yeah, but you're there for like four hours. It's, you know, so what? You go there, you have some hot dogs, you have some, you know, hamburgers, you know, sit, have some popcorn, and enjoy a baseball game. Um, well, I don't know. Larry said there was another ESPN where they didn't have that, and I've never heard that before. So, uh, yeah, it may have been the it may have been the high def because yeah. I I got a new high def TV, and there was another thing. See, since I'm complaining here, and I hope I'm not holding anybody up out there. If I well, am, I apologize. Go ahead. I got another minute or two but, here. But the thing is, so the box didn't work with the high def TV. But when I bought the high def TV, it said right on there. Ready to use, okay? That's a lie. So, so they lied to me, okay? Mm-hmm. So I buy a high def TV. They lied to me. I come home. I got to go all the way to Groton to get a new box because they closed the Norwich office down, which which was about the dumbest thing Comcast could have ever done was shut down the Norwich office, you know. Once again, another business leaves Norwich, and so we had to go all the way to Groton. And let me tell you what, the trip to Groton is not 15, 20 minutes. That's, that's an hour trip. There's 30 really? lights. They're all red. And so that's <laughs> 30 all minutes right there. Okay. So we had to go down there, get the box, bring it back, and still the HDTV didn't work. So I had to call, had to call the, the HD company, and they... They showed me how to initialize the TV because the box said ready to go, but they lied. That's a lie. And we have people, and this is why I'm, I'm so happy Larry is on my side on this. We have elected officials lying to us. We have business people lying to us. We are getting lied to left and right. And you know what? <laughs> there is a revolution in this country, and I hope I lead it. Well, I don't believe everybody is a liar, and there's still some integrity and honesty, but it is frustrating when you get a claim and it's not really true, and, you know, this has been going on for many, many years. Anyway, you have a nice day, my friend. Bye-bye. See ya. Okay. WICH weather. Just warm, hot, humid, but it is summer. High about 88, 89, and uh, clear tonight, 65. Tomorrow, 90. In the good old summertime. Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose the weight or stop smoking guaranteed for only $49.99. That's right. Weight loss seminar Sunday, July 31st at the Holiday Inn in Norwich. Time is 11 to 1 p.m. Registration begins at 10.30 a.m. Stop smoking seminar starts at 2 p.m. Registration starts at 1.30 p.m. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Fox News commentary. Elon Musk backs out of his $44 billion deal to acquire Twitter, and Twitter isn't happy about it. I'm Tommy Laren. More next. The economy is heading for a total disaster. The Fed must choose between a stock market and housing market crash or hyperinflation. Hi. This is Stephen K. Ben, and I urge you to diversify your retirement savings into physical gold today. To help you get started, my friends at Birch Gold have created a free information kit on gold IRAs. To get your free copy, just text SHELTER to 989898. There's no obligation or purchase required. Again, that's SHELTER to 989898.
Last week, Musk announced he is terminating his deal to buy Twitter, citing the platform's failure to hand over enough information on the spam bots and fake accounts. His attorney said that failure is in breach of the terms, but Twitter's board doesn't see it that way. The board's chairman tweeted the company will pursue legal action to complete the transaction and enforce the merger. In response, Twitter stock took a plunge on Friday, so it looks like the market wanted to see Musk take the reins too. You know, I was really hoping this deal would go off without a hitch. I thought Elon Musk could be a big help in the fight against big tech censorship and shadow banning. But I wonder if Musk really planned to go through with the purchase from the start. Feels like it could have been a publicity stunt that got our hopes up only to come crashing down. Will we ever see a day where social media plays fair and all voices are represented? Is that asking too much? Maybe $44 billion too much? Well, that's certainly a shame. I'm Tommy Laren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. W-I-C-H AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Strange things are happening today. Something just fell on my foot. (laughs) Maybe it was my other foot. Oh, who's going to foot the bill? Welcome back to the program. Stu Breyer with you, WICH, in the good old summertime. Well, vinyl records are in demand. I never would have dreamt that vinyl would be back. But by golly, it is. People say that vinyl is uh, better than all the other stuff, sounds better. I think maybe it's got something to do with the songs. I don't know. So the arrival of the compact disc nearly killed off record albums with vinyl pressing machines sold scrapped and dismantled by major record labels. Four decades later, with resuscitated record album sales producing double-digit annual growth, manufacturers are rapidly rebuilding an industry to keep pace with sales that reached one billion last year. Still can't imagine this is happening. Dozens of record-pressing factories have been built to try to meet demand in North America. Still not enough. The industry has found a new gear and is accelerating at a new pace. Mark Michaels, CEO and chairman of the United Record Pressing, the nation's largest record production company in Nashville. Demand for vinyl records has been growing in double digits for more than a decade, and mass merchandisers like Target were bolstering their selection of albums just as the pandemic provided a surprising jolt. With music tours canceled, the People stuck at home. Music lovers began snapping up record albums at an even faster pace. I know. Why did we get rid of some of our record albums? Who knew? You're on the air. Welcome. Good morning, Stu. Hey, good morning. Uh, Larry pointed out uh, a, a, a problem with policemen. Uh, I... With policemen, I don't think he was talking yeah, about the policemen. Yeah. He was talking about people that are running departments uh, like defense attorneys. and I, I don't know. What did you think the problem was he was talking about? Well, uh, let me tell you a story. Years ago, I had an apartment. A uh, lady had an 18-year-old boy. He wanted to keep a bicycle up on the second floor. And uh, that was a that was a uh, passageway to the third floor. So I told him he couldn't. He had to keep it down on the first floor because it obstructed the passageway. 
And he didn't agree with me at all. And we did we did this go around two or three times. And one day I stepped up I stepped up on the passageway. The bicycle was there again. So I picked it up, took it down the stairs. I I turned the corner next to his apartment door. He stepped out the door, smacked me upside the head, and I took the I took the bicycle back down the stairs, called a policeman. Policeman came over, went upstairs, talked to the to the to the kid, brought him downstairs, put him in the car. I didn't know he was on probation. Put him straight to jail. Uh, okay. Turned around to me and said that he was giving me a citation for. Disruption, disability behavior. It's been a long time, Stu. Uh, anyways, he gave me a, he gave me a, a a citation, and I had to appear down at the court. And the magistrate or the judge, whichever he was, he told I told him the story, and he and he looked at me with a strange look and said, "Hey, Mister Boy, get out of here." Said. That 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 officer had to be crazy, but that's all I did. I didn't do. I didn't raise my voice. Didn't scream at him or anything else. Didn't threat to slug him. But I got a citation, and I had a similar situation two days ago. You didn't get slugged in the head her, again. Slashed her boyfriend with a knife, and oh my god, two officers didn't do anything. Didn't arrest them for disturbance. Didn't cite, never, didn't give her a citation or anything else like that. Uh, Did the boyfriend want to press charges or didn't want to? No, press... he took off. He took off, though. Okay, but so after, uh, after creating two hours of uh, of havoc, uh, I think the police officer at one point or other could have at least. Uh, gave her a citation for a disturbance or something else. Well, you'd have to. Uh, do they talk to the victim uh, about it? Or? <laughs> I mean, if they don't have a victim, the crazy thing, he couldn't even, couldn't find the victim. All right. Well, then you got to prove that she slashed him, right? Right. But 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 the thing of it is, Stu, it, it seems that the the policemen don't dare to do anything at all. They don't dare to do anything at all. And I can I can sympathize with a policeman. So he you, doesn't. You called the policeman. They came over and uh, no, no, I didn't. Well, how did I, they? I didn't. One of the other tenants did. Okay, because she heard a ruckus. Oh yeah, she they raised hell all over the place. She was she was attacking him with a knife. Okay, so he wasn't there. They haven't found him. So <laughs> how can you right? prove it? They know who he is now because I gave him his license plate. Well, he may but not the, want to press the charges. The thing I'm trying to say, Stu, is that the, the policemen out here, uh, particularly when it comes to minorities, they're scared to do anything at all. Anything. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, you the, the, circum, the last case that you just talked about is a really weird case because you don't have a victim coming forward. 
<laughs> right? <laughs> so it was a little bit crazy, Stu, but uh, uh, I, they, the tenants still called me to go over to this apartment house. Mm-hmm. And that caused me a disturbance. <laughs> Well, that must be really. I, 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 I don't know. I would never want to be a landlord, to be honest with you. I wouldn't want to, you know, even if it's one bad tenant out of ten. The way did you go through that stuff? Are you tired no, of it? No? Uh, the tenants actually use the, the courts today to harass landlords. Actually, harass landlords. And uh, I've got a court appearance this week and it's purely harassment and we don't need to go into that story either oh my goodness <laughs> you, you might as well get a little caught in the courtroom there and well you know uh, after after 58 years of this landlord business i uh, i so i sometimes find it uh, amusing uh well as someone a, as tells a friend going to hire a lawyer <clears throat> I laugh my ass off. As a friend, I would say, why don't you get some peace and quiet in your life and sell it, sell the property? <laughs> well, that, that's what my wife says. Well, I'm with your wife. <laughs> I, just, I just have to laugh about it sometimes, too. There's, there's not much else I can do. Uh, but okay. uh, when I start... When I start seeing lawyers that I've seen years back, it it uh, it makes it makes me feel kind of funny. Well, listen, I wish you at least a peaceful day today. Oh, we started it off with a bang, Stu. Okay, and that's another story. Oh well, we'll do that next time I talk to you. <laughs> All right. Hey. Uh, Mr. Biden doesn't want us to drill any more wells, Stu. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Wall Street Journal. See you Saturday. later. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Judge. Good afternoon, Judge Jackson from New London. Well, long time no here. hope you're doing well, sir. Good. How are you? Mm-hmm. Sun's out for change. It was chilly this morning, early, early this morning. Isn't, uh... And how's well, things? I just want to say hi to all my friends. I get All right. Uh, I hope everything's good in New London for you. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon, too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Mr. Jackson in New London. Stu Breyer, WICH. Getting into southeastern Connecticut, southern Rhode Island, and also Block Island. You can hear us in Block Island. So if you're in Block Island... Make sure you have a radio with you. The hassle, the mess, the price. Don't let finding professional tree service bring you down instead of your trees. You need SAB Tree Experts. We treat your property like it's our own. We are the affordable, professional tree service. From tree and stump removal to excavation and lot clearing services, you can count on our professionals for quality services at affordable prices. We show up on time, clean up after ourselves with as little damage to your yard as possible. We actually 
actually answer your phone calls. It's our motto that no call is left behind. Plus, the owner, Steve Boucher, is there on every job. We're licensed, bonded, and insured. Our crew of four professionals has over 92 years combined experience. And we have a 92-foot dyno lift. So remember, when it comes to finding reliable, professional, affordable tree service, you need SAB Tree Experts. 886-1740. SABTreeExperts.com. Looking to save money? With DriveWise from Allstate, the safer you drive, the more you can save. At Allstate, better protection costs a whole lot less. Visit Allstate.com or call an agent for a quote today. Well, it's not easy being a landlord. I, One of my best friends was for a little while and didn't work out. Obviously, most tenants are decent people, try to do the right thing and pay their rent, and others uh, wreck the place. So it's it's up to you. And if you have good tenants, by golly, don't raise the rent unless it's absolutely essential. Our number is uh, 889-5252. Sometimes you have to do it with the, the, you know, the price of heat and oil and all of that. All right, a little bit of everything today. We do have a guest coming in at 1 o'clock. This is somebody that um, protects people in their jobs who are being harassed by this woke mentality these days. It should be an interesting one. We'll tell you more about it in a little bit. Just a little bit about because I think it's fascinating. Record albums nearly spun into oblivion with sales overtaken by cassettes before the compact discs brushed both aside. Then came digital downloads and online piracy. Apple iPods and 99 cent downloads. Streaming services are now ambiguous. I think it's fascinating that we've done come full circle. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi. Beautiful morning. All of my lilies that I planted are opening up, and boy, are they fragrant. They're opening up and saying, hello, Susan. Oh, yeah, right from my birthday. It's great. It's your birthday today? No, on the 16th, but I have these, like, four-foot white, Oriental lilies that are so fragrant, and they only open up for my birthday. You know, like lilacs open up for Mother's Day. Well, these open for my birthday. I love it. And all my hydrangeas, I got white ones, and um, they're called Blushing Bride. Oh, they are opening up so pretty with the big white puffballs on them. Ooh, nice. Very nice. Yeah, I, I have a lot of white. I love white. That's my favorite color. And mm-hmm. So it's like they're just so pretty. I got them all together with a with a flag behind them. Do you work a, very hard in your garden? Well, yeah, the husband does a lot of the digging and stuff like that, watering. That's what know, we guys do. I, we I, dig. I say this is where you should put them. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, it's okay. like decorating a cake. I could decorate wedding cake. So when I see it, I just like it's like decorating a wedding cake. It's kind of weird, but you know what? What Paul Chenier? In the day paper. Now, I don't know. You might actually be reading a letter, um, an article from the day paper, maybe. It was because I think they had one on the Sunday paper about the records. Oh, yeah, that's from the Sunday paper. I just wanted to throw that in because I think it's fascinating. Yeah, I, I wish I had all the ones that I had, but they're all gone. I mean, I remember my Jaws uh, album. 
big blue picture of Jaws on it. it actually, it was the covers on the great big album mm-hmm. that were the neatest because you had the picture on them, you know? Um, but Paul Chenier in the day paper yesterday insulted oh, the yin-yang Republicans. The okay, yin-yang? I'm a Republican. I just, I'm a conservative, independent, that is only for America first. That's it, okay? Now, he called Republicans cultists. Well, you know, cultists, you yeah, said? He called them a cult. And basically, he's saying that they're followers in lockstep. It's like of, of um, uh, Trump, but he's saying that um, Stefanowski, this and that, you know, of course he's bad-mouthing him, and he's saying that Lamont is going to run on the abortion thing. And all through it, he is saying that Republicans and everything lie about this, lie, okay, talking about the, the voting thingy. Oh, by the way, uh, Attorney um, Robert Barnes said last night, he says, if anybody asks you whether there was fraud that happened in the voting in 2020, he says, refer them to Wisconsin and what they just found out and what the court did there. Their Supreme Court in Wisconsin found out that there were hundreds of thousands of illegal votes. Really? Mr. Barnes said that? Yep. He wow. said, you, well, he's a lawyer. You tune into him, you could find out every federal lawsuit going on. Do you know who he's got a lawsuit going on with right now? That Robert Kennedy Jr.? They're going against the federal government for the shots for the little kids from six, six months old up. And things that I didn't know that they know is that they're calling this a vaccine. It's not a vaccine. I don't know what all the technical stuff is, but when you listen to him, you will learn things of everything going on in all the foreign countries. Oh, um, okay, so he's got, he's got a lawsuit going with that Kennedy. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, they were talking, Barnes was talking about Steve Bannon. He, they're all making fun of the fact that Steve Bannon is going to testify, and yes. they think he's going to turn on Trump under the January 6th committee. Well, I hate to tell him who, who his lawyer is talking to Steve, uh, Steve Bannon. It's not going to be what they think. And um, also, Robert Bond said... There's a story coming out about this very humongous-looking-like Schultz from Hogan's Heroes, uh, General Provel or something that they say that Putin put in because he's running out of generals. You know what Barnes said? What did Barnes say? He said the picture that they have, he said, totally made up. That is a 2013 picture. The guy's name is Ivan something-something. Nothing like Provel. It's not even the name. He said mainstream media <laughs> made it up, and they are just putting it out there. And now they're making fun of the fact that the um, Ukrainian uh, Zelensky is telling everybody that he has a million soldiers. And they're all laughing. It's like, really? You know what? Colonel Travis at the Alamo told his people that were there, Davy Crockett and all them, oh, just tell them, we've got this many thousands coming to help us. And you know what happened? Nobody ever showed up, and they got wiped out. Well, you know what? 
that's going to be Zelensky's Colonel Travis moment, mm -hmm. you know. But there are well, you had a wonderful, I got to go, Sue, Susie, 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 you had a wonderful conspiracy weekend, but I'll talk to you later, all right? Well, I'll tell you, there's all kinds of stuff going on, and he had a lot to say about it, and anyone, tune in to Attorney Robert Barnes. You just get on the internet. You can hear everything I hear. Okay, Sue, thank all you. Right. Hi, thanks for holding. You're on the air. Yes, hi, uh, Stu. Oh, were you talking about the game last night where they split the screen yes. and they were talking to the players while yes. the game was going on? It was horrible. Yes. Okay, you watched the right channel. That was ESPN because I'm a Yankee fan, and here they are. They're interviewing Verdugo or whatever his name is in left field while the Yankees are up at bat, and you cannot just about see what was going on. And I agree with you. That was the worst thing I've ever seen on television in the past. It wasn't A-Rod and, and Michael K. It was on ESPN itself. And they did it two or three times. They interviewed the players while the game was going on. I thought it was happening most of the time. I, I tell you, I, it was the worst sports uh, I've ever seen. When you're well, looking I'll at a tell game, you, it's the worst I've ever seen. Also, mm. and it was—I um, mean, it's bad enough uh, being a Yankee fan. The Yankees lost, but to have to watch television and have to watch the game, and here they are interviewing people while the game isn't going is going on, and they split the screen, and they. They emphasized the interview more than they did the player at I mean, that. Yeah, and if somebody hit a home run, they barely even said anything. They said, oh, yeah, Roger Clemens seemed to be on forever. I just... Right. Okay. All well, right. thank you very much. I just wanted to clarify that. You watched the right channel. You watched ESPN and not ESPN2 because, um, you know, that's – what the game was on primarily mm -hmm. would be on ESPN well, it turned and out, not some other station. Turned out to be the but wrong thank channel. Thank you for your time. All right, sir. Thank you. Very frustrating. And ESPN, ESPN should be ashamed of themselves for what they put on last night. Welcome to the program. Hi, how are you? Okay. Beautiful day out. I heard rumors, yes. So, in yesterday's day, Paul Tornier wrote um, an article called The Cult of Trump and Its Influence in Connecticut. Mm -hmm. um, those of us who supported Trump are in the cult. I didn't know that. Um, those of us who questioned the results of the election, that's me, um, are called, we're part of a cult. And basically we're called stupid and, and idiotic. However, Hillary Clinton is still saying that Trump was an Ill illegitimate president. Yeah, I mean, why why is it okay to call us wrong? Because it was nothing? a very stupid editorial. Yeah, <laughs> it was very stupid. Yeah. People follow their uh, whether you're Republican or Democrat blindly many many times, and right. that's what they do, and it's unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, it's just. It's infuriating. It's just like the the irredeemable deplorables of, of Hillary Clinton's campaign. Lumping us all together, 
I do believe that there were problems with with the voting in this election. I do accept that that Joe Biden is our president, unfortunately, and I you know I do accept that that Donald Trump lost. Um, though I still say that there were there were things that went on that were questionable that I think we should address. Um, and to go, like, with Georgia, everybody's saying, well, they're making it harder to vote. All they want is an ID. What is the problem? You can't open a bank account. You can't cash a check. There are so many things that you need an ID for. I don't know why and anybody why would be against that. I really don't. need an ID to vote. That's, yeah. well. that's the only thing that they did mm-hmm. that could cause, you know, somewhat cause a problem. But you can go get an ID at most, you know, like in Connecticut, you go to the Department of Motor Vehicles and they can give you an ID or they can give you a driver's license. Mm-hmm. It's not an issue. You know, of course, if you're here illegally, you can't get one. And maybe that's that's their issue. I don't know. Well, but could be. You know, could be. Yeah. You know, and in the mail-in voting part, I, I have mailed-in votes. Um, you know, because it's hard for me to stand in a line for a long time. But what the problem is, is people go, like, let's say they go to a nursing home and they talk to all of the residents and they fill out 50, let's say there's 50 residents, I don't know, and they fill out 50 ballots and they put them in. Who's to say if somebody's incompetent, how they are voting, and this person is, is sending them all in? That's part of the problem with the mail-in voting. Though I think we should definitely have mail-in voting for those who can't get to the polls. My the way, mother was the way we used enough, to, I of said, course, at this yes. point, mm-hmm. depending on the election, um, I would I would do a, a mail-in also because of not being able to stand in line. But um, there are problems, and we need to address it. We also need to address why different states like New York. It was weeks before they had the total. That's, you know, it's unbelievable how, how come it takes that long to get the results of, a, of, a, of an election. It should be able to go through quickly. Um, you know, even if you're counting mail-in ballots, um, you need to have both parties there when you're counting mail-in ballots, and that wasn't being done. So, as I said, you know, unfortunately, Joe Biden is our president and Kamala Harris is our vice president, and they do word salads all the time, and particularly her. You know, that seriously, we need to seriously consider, seriously, I mean, that type of thing she does all the time. It's very, very... Well, she is not, in my opinion, and obviously yours, competent to be the vice president of the United States, but... She's not competent to... I don't know how she ever got through law school. Um, I don't know how she ever got through college. Or college, maybe, but law school? How she was a, a um, state's attorney, a, a prosecutor? I, I don't understand. She's mad I at the Texas governor. how she got the jobs that she did. She's mad at the Texas governor because he's had enough of uh, everybody just coming over the border and doing whatever they want. So she's blaming him like he's not willing to discuss it and talk about it and... I don't want to get myself riled up. That's okay. <laughs> but I know. Coming over, you know, I heard um, the Fox 
um, person that's um, talking from the border, he said, you know, they were asking him, you know, like, have, um, have you seen people who have been raped coming over? And he talked about two six-year-olds. Yeah, no, they've been, been raped. abused, sexually abused. abused. Coming, coming, you know, I just... I know and it's hard. have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, mm-hmm. groups of 500, groups of 200, groups of, you know, coming over that border. Somebody, a rancher, was on today. They're, they're destroying my land. And nothing is being done. Right. You have a good day. Them. i got to get to the news, but thank you. Bye. Enjoy. News next, and then I'm looking forward to hearing from you. All opinions are welcome. Personality Radio, 1310 AM, Norwich, 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich. Right now it's 11 o'clock, and here's the beep. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Steve Kaif, and some giant sequoias in Yosemite National Park are being doused in water to protect them as a wildfire approaches, burning out of control. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti says hundreds of firefighters are struggling to get the upper hand. The Washburn fire is burning in an area this morning so remote, it's even difficult for fire crews to access it safely. In just the past day, it's nearly doubled in size, threatening trees that have survived all kinds of weather for thousands of years. Officials in Texas are urging people to conserve energy this week as a brutal heat wave settles in. Terry Bailing runs a homeless shelter in San Antonio where triple-digit highs are expected for the next week or more. We're trained to look for signs of heat exhaustion or dehydration, so we have resources available for them here. President Biden's gathering with mass shooting survivors right now at the White House to celebrate the new gun measures he signed into law last month. Former Trump strategist Steve Bannon says he's willing to be questioned by the House committee investigating the insurrection. Legal analyst Lori Levinson. In terms of what he would say to the committee, I think the only thing that is clear is that he continues to be allied with Donald Trump. And so I'm not sure the committee would particularly trust what he's going to have to say. The Wall Street Journal reports one in six calls to a national suicide hotline ended without reaching a mental health counselor. CBS's Jim Crisula. The network of some 200 call centers that answer calls to the hotline has been especially strained since the start of the pandemic. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline will change July 16th to a three-digit number, 988, from a 10-digit number that's been used since 2005. A French company, HRA Pharma, is asking the FDA to approve its birth control pill as an over-the-counter medication. Kelly Blanchard is with a Massachusetts nonprofit that helped with the application. 60 years of data and experience using the birth control pill, there is a lot of data research evidence about why this birth control pill is appropriate for over-the-counter access. Well, next week, Brandy Batone plans to go to court to fight a traffic ticket for driving alone in an HOV lane in the Dallas area. She's pregnant and says the overturning of Roe versus Wade by the Supreme Court means her unborn child counts as a passenger. This counts as a baby. You really don't feel like it's, it's right because one law saying it one way but then another law is saying it another way. Right now on Wall Street, the Dow is down 118 points. This is CBS News. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed, the end-to-end hiring solution. Attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit.
The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too, even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. 800-343-6460. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. New York City threw a wedding for couples who faced pandemic heartbreak. Hundreds of couples who had to scale down their nuptials because of the pandemic got a do-over in New York City. Because I couldn't get to Italy, she they couldn't, couldn't come, come here. here. So we married online while we were in different countries. And only then could we be together. They got remarried in a mass outdoor wedding at Lincoln Center's Damrosh Park. The multicultural ceremony included live music, dancing, and words from Mayor Eric Adams. Congratulations to you all. The recommitments are not legally binding. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News, New York. Well, the planned marriage of Elon Musk and Twitter is on the rocks now that the Tesla billionaire has quashed the deal. Shares of Twitter stock were down more than 6% at one point today. Tesla stock is off more than 1%. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. Thanks for staying with us on this uh, summer day, for sure. Temperature about 88, eventually. So, uh, we've got a gentleman on. His name is Mark, not now, but after 1 o'clock. Mark Mix, president of the National Right to Work Committee, which is a 2.8 million member public policy organization. And he's the president of the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation. Some of the things that are going on in the woke community in work, well, we'll discuss that with him after one. Welcome to the program. How you doing? Fine, sir. So, you know, this Brittany Griner situation is getting on my nerves. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the difference between her and any other person going to a foreign country, especially one where we don't have good relations with, and carrying drugs that may or may not be legal in this country, but aren't in that country, getting caught, and as a result, getting idolized. Well, idolized, I I know they want to get her out of there, and they're probably going to have to make a prisoner exchange, but certainly it was a very foolish thing to have that in her suitcase. Well, she pleaded guilty, Mm -hmm. but the news, or some news reports I've I've heard, uh, have have, uh, twisted that guilty plea into, uh, it's all part 
of of getting her free. In other words, I'm going to plead guilty, but send me home. You know, the Russians don't think like that. You know, you're guilty, you're guilty. You go to jail or wherever they send their criminals. And it's not like this country, okay? And, you know, last night I did watch the baseball game, and I did watch... They had two on ESPN, one with regular commentators Mm -hmm. and one with some other garbage. I mean, I I didn't realize it. Turned the sound off. That's what I did. Yeah. The commentators are always biased one way or the other, including like ESPN or Fox. So I turn it off. But they had, you know, uh, uh, a. a little thing about the uh, WNBA All-Star game. Well, Sue Bird, it's her last game. And she's a good basketball player. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't agree with her wife, I guess. But uh, they idolized her at this game. Uh, every player had her name and her number on the back of their jersey. It's like she did something fantastic. Oh, she was a great basketball player. We had yeah, a lot she of... was a great basketball player, mm-hmm. but she didn't... I mean, for a, a, a person like that who obviously was in college and is a professional making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to do something stupid like that is pathetic. Something stupid like basketball? Okay. I'm I'm confused. No, 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 no. Like like the drugs she had. Oh, you're what, talking. Okay, you're talking about back in Russia drugs. now. You know that was dumb. <laughs> in my in my plan. In my, you know, I'm getting ready to fly out Wednesday to Washington State, mm-hmm. and I'm packing and I'm making sure. I went online to look at TSA rules. I'm making sure that, you know, I'm not going to run into problems with the TSA. Okay, I'll give you a little hint. Be careful with liquid items in in your bag because, you know, a lot of them are not allowed, like even suntan lotion. So, uh, okay, you know all that. I I went online and printed out the the TSA rules. All right, that's good. uh, I don't have much that's liquid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to take Pepto-Bismol, which I take for my stomach, but it, they might, they mm-hmm. might not <laughs> accept that. So I got the chews instead, you right. know, and they're tablets. Well, listen, you have a but, nice trip. I've got to move on here, but thanks for uh, all right. Well, ranting. I mean, it's a good, you know, it's just my way of saying what the hell is going on in this world. Okay. Or in this country, so. All right, thank, thank you. you thank you. Hi, good morning to you. Stuart Breyer, how you been? All right. This is the... the uh, Walkman. The easy Walkman. Walkman, my goodness. You sound good. Everything well with you? Yeah, everything's going pretty good, you know. I just... Uh, uh, if, if you don't go as far as my mouth. I started with Aspen Dental back in February of 19... Mm-hmm. I'm still waiting to get. Uh, I just, I just got my top dentures 
business, but then by then my bottom was done, done in, in uh, last July. Mm-hmm. So it, it was almost, uh, what's that, July of 22 versus February of 2019. Aspen Dental screwed me over big time. Anyway, that's really not why I called. I called because of uh, global warming and the burning sequoias and all that stuff. Sure. And how soon people forget who, which party, which uh, congressman and everything, back in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, all voted that there's no global warming, it's a bunch of bullshit. Oh, sorry. Oops. And, and my thought was, did people forget? Because I, I knew back in, in, in earth science class in uh, first year of high school, that carbon uh, dioxide was not escaping into the universe. It was going up into the sky and forming a blanket because of our uh, atmosphere. It, it's, uh, it's like a, one of those things you shake up in the snowfalls and one of them globe things. That's as far as carbon dioxide goes. Carbon dioxide, carbon monoxide. So what it's been doing over these years is forming a blanket. And scientists knew it, probably good close to 90-something, which is what they used to call majority. And so they knew, and they were trying to, to get it. And then the EPA, the EPA actually Nixon formed. What is it, the Supreme Court did this year? What did they do? They send it back to the states. And the states love to pollute. There's a bunch of them that love to pollute. And they're going to draw these companies that also love to pollute. And we're going to go backwards. Same thing with this uh, right to choose. I don't know about you, but if I were a woman and somebody in in Congress told me that he was going to take care of my uterus, I would be so much up in flames. I don't know why there isn't a million women Heading to the Supreme Court to to, to punch him all in the face. I got to well, watch that, out because I said that once that on would, Twitter. Uh, that would about, be a very uh, foolish Captain thing. Filibuster. You know Captain Filibuster? No, That's I, Mitch I, I McConnell. Don't. I don't. I, I called don't. Captain Filibuster because he's got the record for filibusters. Anyway, I called him. I said, well, you women know, are somebody still should be punch able him in the nose. Hold on, Johnny. Detectives can detectives came to my house too. Because I, because I was also talking about uh, the environment, and I talked about they were having a uh, a protest down in Washington, and they were worried that I was going to come down to Washington and attack. Well, you can't make so, you can't say threatening things like that. Everything is very vulnerable these days, whether it's that no, issue or was, anything this else. This was back in twenty eleven. It was this was back uh, eleven years ago. And uh, Obama was in office. But what was happening was Mitch McConnell was filibustering everything. Uh, Obama couldn't get any of his uh, things okay. out. Let's have, a, let's have a little discussion for a second here, all right, my friend? Okay. Remember for that? Go ahead. And I'm sorry you're going through all that dental stuff. That must be uh, yeah. very uh, disconcerting. I had to all right. anyway. We are, and obviously <laughs> we can all do better. Well, hello. I'm having a discussion with you. 
we're probably when it comes to the when it comes to the environment we're probably one of the best um no matter what we do because other countries india and china are not going to do the right thing so i'm not sure how significant it would be that we've got ourselves in this situation with uh, energy that it's really hurting the folks but i think we are better than most countries did you hear that they can fish? Uh, they found dolphins in the Hudson Bay. What did they do in the Hudson Bay? The dolphins. Dolphins are in the Hudson Bay. Uh-huh. They haven't been there for uh, a long time because it, uh, Hudson was so polluted. But now, because of our non-stringent uh, EPA, dolphins have come into the uh, harbor again. People are going dolphin watching. And I think that that versus, you know, the Supreme Court is way over the other way. I think a lot of people do it. And what my point was going to be with the Republicans and how they voted, they voted that way since the 70s. And they voted for fossil fuel. So technically, you know, now that uh, global warming... You know, global warming is is the big one. No, I know that's a climate big climate change is involved in global warming. All right, warming, let me let in. me just ask you. Let me ask you this because I know you're a Democrat and you have every right to be. Do you think that no, Joe I, Biden? That's, it. I, that's all I wanted to say was, you know, they voted, you know, for fossil fuels, saying it's not going to hurt us. Okay. Do and you a think? Lot of people believe that because Come on, let me talk. Come on, it's my show. I want to talk with you. Do you think Joe Biden, let me just ask you, do you think the country is in better shape with Joe Biden? Yeah. Why isn't it? Why isn't it? Why isn't it? You know, why, you know. We have the border crisis. We have a crime crisis. The border crisis was there, Stu. Okay. That was there. People are escaping other autocratic regimes. Where, they, where they're killing their... their, their uh, no, no, many many are not. Their, their citizens. Many are not. They just want to get over here. They're not in that situation. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, but there's, of course there's everything. You know, there's always two sides. I agree with that. But you can't tell me everybody coming, across, coming to the border is coming because they just want to come here. We've got jobs right now that no one, no American will. What do about all the drug? Need. What about all the drugs that are coming in? Do you are you concerned about the that? Drugs, no, the drugs uh, today. I heard about, uh, and this guy's got a book out. The drugs are coming from from the pharmaceuticals. There's actually American company. Oh, that's what it's called, American Cartel. It's a new book. Oh, well, and it it, okay. it tells you that, like Purdue Pharma, Purdue Pharma. They pointed the, the finger at Purdue Pharma, and every time they did it, these other drug companies mm-hmm. would say, ah, oh, they're, they're on them. Listen, I got to go. I kept you on a long okay. time because I haven't okay. heard from you in a long time, but I, I wish you well and One say say hi One to your point. dad. Uh, Walgreens, Walmart, and a couple of these other places are in on the, on the, the pharmaceutical uh, okay, well, I'm not going to I'm not going to accuse people of things that I don't you know don't for sure. Talk to me? All right. Oh, See up. you later. Bye. I had to do the uh, little delay a little bit cuz you know, you can accuse people of this or that, but you got to have some uh, evidence. Hi, welcome to the program. Oh, hi Stu. Hi. Wow, talk about cult followers. Anyway, 
You know, Officer Tatum on Friday night had some comments about what was going on in Washington State. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the head one of this whole school system deal owns an adult, you know what, shop, okay, sex shop. Yes. In, in Washington State, this person, this woman in charge is allowing... Nine to thirteen year olds to come to her shop and learn about the birds and the bees, but not in that well, wording. I think, and I he think, was I don't, having I don't think a that meltdown is, Friday night. Hold on, so huh? I don't think that's legal if you have a sex shop and uh, you're allowing little kids to go in there. But that's what they're all about. Officer Tatum is really irate because I guess it will. He has another child by another wife, and I think they're in Washington State, and the boy is 11 years old. And he's all worried about this stuff going on up there, because they really turn liberal. Boy. Um, oh, now, Robert Barnes was vacationing in New Hampshire. He got his lobster dinner up in Maine. He went to New York, and he went to New Haven because he went to Yale. And he really is a lawyer, okay? Now, he says, boy, he says, wait till everybody finds out that, because um, he knows about the lawsuits going on. An environmental group did a lawsuit to protect a certain whale, the right whale, okay? Now, if this lawsuit with a federal judge goes through, Every lobsterman in the U.S. lobstering will forever be closed. I'm not kidding. That's what he said. No, I don't know. Maybe people can look it up on the Internet. But he said that one's in the works. This is the Biden administration. They would put another group out of business. Think about I'm that. Sure I'll think about it, but I'm getting a little behind here. Oh, Thank you. But you know what? One more thing. He, um, it is true. When I said Biden was allowing liquefied gas to be looked for, well, gas to be looked for off the southern coast, okay, um, this morning it, France is building platforms to receive liquefied gas shipments from the U.S. So we can't have it. But Biden can supply the whole world. All right. Thank you. First of all, I think uh, lobster rolls are much too expensive. Hi, WICH. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Stu. Hour number two. Hour number two. By the way, I'm done with your book, and if you ever want to pick it up, it's going to be at our information desk at WICH. All right. Perfect. And you said you didn't want anything Red Sox. No, got, no, I'm all set. You basically own everything Red Sox. <laughs> yes, I even have Red Sox, yes. You know, um, I've I've been in a cult my whole life because mm-hmm. I'm a Roman Catholic. <laughs> all right. Some people call religion cults, whatever you want, as long as it makes you a good person. Uh, 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 very interesting. Um, uh, where was I going with this? I was going somewhere with this. Hang on a second. Uh, I lost my train of thought. You're going to Wickety-Quack, Quantic-Quantag? Where are you going? Where am I going with this? What What is the news of today? What is the real news of today? 
The real news of today is things that we've been listening to for a very long time. They just uh, kind of change a little bit every day. And uh, so what is uh, what is it you want to just zero in on right now? Uh, let's see. Because then um, i got to go. There's a meet and greet tonight with Bob Stefanowski. Really? The, I haven't at, heard from Bob. At the VFW Post. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gave him a chance to come on the program. His people... Uh, I haven't gotten back to me. I will talk with him. I will I will speak with him. I'll not talk with him. Speak, speak with him because I'm inundated with uh, our governors saying that Bob did this, Bob did that. But I don't know what's true or not. I'd have to ask him. I'll speak with him. He's a good friend of mine, both okay. Bob and Amy, especially Amy, his wife, mm-hmm. a very lovely woman. Mm-hmm. And um, so I will speak with him tonight. And I can hopefully get them hooked up with you and just have them call your business phone line? or Yeah, to hook up with me, they'll put it into my lines, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, then I'll, I'll do that. Okay. Because you need to have them on the show. Well, And we need to have them in Hartford. Certainly the people would like to know more about him, but um, so far he's been pretty quiet. <laughs> well, he, he does go on other... Stations. Well, he should, he should go on ours. That's all he I should, can tell you. He should come and see you. But so I would say he's probably very, very busy. Okay. But I'm gonna I'm gonna speak with him tonight. All and, right. And uh, thank you. And like I said, I'm we're we're pretty close. We've known each other. Oh, geez, we've known each other now for like five years. All right, Marv. Thanks. I gotta run. Thank Bye-bye. you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Boy, the natives are restless this morning. Yes, and I'm looking. I'm ready. I'm you, ready. You think so, huh? Uh, well, Kevin's on the line now, so uh, stand back. Hey, <laughs> hey, you talking to me? Are you How talking are you, to me? Hello there, Kevin. You know, I was reading that um, President Biden's approval rating amongst Democrats now is at 33%. Is that right, among Democrats? Uh, I believe so, 30, and so the Democrats, according to a poll, do not want him to run for re-election. No, they don't want him to run. Okay. They may say it, but most do not want him to run again. Well, now, if he takes away our lobster, they'll impeach him. <laughs> they'll eat him alive. That's what Democrats do. They eat each other alive. I'm sorry, that was uncalled for, but I had to slip it in there. No, they take away our lobster, man. His approval rating is going to go down to 3%. Yes, sir. Gotta have my lobster. I had a wonderful uh, seafood dinner for my birthday last week, and it had lobster in it. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. So, and uh, the United Nations says that our population, the planet population, will top 8 billion this week. 8 billion? 8 billion, with a B. That's, hard that's to, a lot of bills. It's hard to count all that, huh? Yeah, that's a lot of people, man. Hmm. And I think what we have to remember, I mean, I've said this before, um, when it comes to pollution, um, there's a lot that we don't manufacture in this country anymore because of our strict um, yes. environmental rules, laws, policies. And so a lot of that manufacturing has gone overseas. Remember that. It's gone overseas, so the planet's still being polluted just as much. And to your point a few minutes ago, I think if we were doing more manufacturing here, we probably would be making more effort to cut down on the 
bad emissions. I agree, I agree, I agree. I mean, I realize we're not perfect, but I think we're really making an effort. And that's a lot of that is thanks to the Democrats. But um, don't go thinking that just by sending those manufacturing factories overseas that we're helping the planet, because we're not. Kevin, you are such a wise man. Oh, I'm a wise guy, I know that. I (laughs) I want to apologize, because during our conversation, I took a swig of water and it went down the wrong way. Oh, I didn't even notice. Goodness gracious. I'm sorry. Are you feeling better now? I was gasping. Oh, I'm sorry. Had I known, I would have uh, paused so that people could listen. Why do you think God made we humans uh, that, uh, you know, swallowing, but sometimes there's a wrong way? Why did he just not put a wrong way there? Hmm? Well, the wrong way is because we swallowed wrong. I see. Haste okay. makes waste. I don't know. You, you found know, that are, hard to swallow. Are, we, are, are human beings work in progress? Yeah, Is we're God working still problems. working it out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Anyway, I had to call and say hi because I've been busy and I haven't called you in a while. No, it's good to hear your voice. Just wanted to check in with you. We had a great uh, medieval feast Saturday night over at Park Congregational well, I'm glad Church. That, I'm glad that went well. We did, uh, you know, talk about it. And, um, yeah, it, it was amazing. Well. It was small, <laughs> and I am told by certain sources that don't need to be named that there's going to be uh, another one for Twelfth Night coming up in January. Good. And when the details of that get figured out, that'll all be publicized. But, man, it was so much fun, and the food is delicious. Even though it's so old, the food, right? Well, yeah, yeah, they have special ways of preserving it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, did you dress up? the cooks are getting older, too, but don't tell him I said that. Did you dress up? Uh, I wore, I borrowed a uh, tunic. I was actually um, a storyteller. I was Merlin the Magician. Oh, I bet that was good. Or Merlin the Magician, as I prefer to say. Mm -hmm. Well, I can understand that. So. Yeah, I, I sort of dressed up because I don't really have any medieval garb other than my uh, Lord of Misrule hat with the bells on it, mm. um, which maybe I'll get to wear in January. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed that, and it was a success, and we'll continue to promote them for you. It was fun. All right, I won't hold you up. Just wanted to share a few thoughts. Thank you for sharing. Have an awesome day, too. Too. WICH no AM and air. FM. Join no. us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. The Greater Mystic Chamber of Commerce is celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Mystic Bascule Bridge with events all year long, culminating with fireworks in the Mystic River, presented by Foxwoods. Thanks to Foxwoods, Seaport Marine, the Mystic Aquarium, Mystic Seaport Museum, Electric Boat, and Levine Distributors for their support of this celebration. We look forward to seeing you at the Visitor Center next to the Bascule Bridge, where you'll find history of the bridge and merchandise associated with the anniversary. For victims of drunk and drug driving, your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MAD.org. 
You are a family of adventure and have waited long enough. It's time for you to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of just in time for your summer adventures. With Jeep's 4x4 and towing capabilities, get to the campsite or boat launch with no problem. Celebrate our independence with Falvey's Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram during the Make This the Summer event. Falvey's offers the entire new Jeep lineup from Renegades all the way up to Grand Cherokees. They have new inventory steadily coming in. If they don't have it on the ground, they can custom order it to meet all your needs. Learn more about Falvey's current incentives and offers by visiting their dealership today just down the road from Mohegan Sun or 24 hours a day at Falvey's.com. Let them be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. Stu Breyer with you, WICH, with temperatures uh, getting towards the 90-degree mark. You're on the air. No, you're not. Let's go over here. Hi, WICH, you're on. Welcome. Welcome to the program. No comprende? Bonjour. WICH, you're on. Oh, in the second hour, Stu, can I do something short? Sure, give me a short thing. Thank you. Um, in all the space and all the stuff we hear about our universe and everything, and um, I was thinking, what things, like, not in this world, I think this is why the Quakers stayed in the old style of horses and everything, what in this world do you think, or anybody out there think, that if there's aliens listening, listening to your show or actually monitoring everything here, maybe from under the sea or out in space, what do you think... If there are, if they're good, if they're bad, I don't know what to say. But if they're good, what do you think their major intent might be in a way to guide us? Isn't that, like, pretty deep, Stu? Well, they better hurry up if they're going to guide us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's the question. What do you think they'd guide us in? And when I was a little kid, I had a dream. I talked with God in the dream, and he said, what are we to do this world? And um, so I'd like everybody to think if they had a dream that said that, you know, what has to happen to make things really, all the wrongs go away and all the good things? Certainly, certainly, we hope they want us to respect one another, show a lot of kindness, help those that are disabled and help those that are in need. And uh, a lot of people do. But unfortunately, there was a percentage of people who don't. But we'll have to ask one of the aliens. I could be one, yeah. too, you know. I hope you, you do get one calling. All right. Thank you. Bye. So, ladies and gentlemen, we do have an open line for the first time this morning. And if you'd like to fill it in, some of your thoughts and viewpoints, we welcome you to do that. If you're struggling with weight, frustrated with dieting each and every year, Mark Patrick Seminars can help. Join the over half million people who have attended Mark Patrick Seminars with weight loss results. Mark Patrick Seminars will be in Norwich on Sunday, July 31st. For only $49.99, lose all the weight you want. 100% guaranteed. Sunday, July 31st at the Holiday Inn in Norwich. Seminar time, 11 to 1. Registration begins at 1030 in the morning. Attend this program and find out how the power of hypnosis can help you achieve your weight loss goals. There's limited seating, so get there early. Learn more at markpatrickseminars.com. 
After this hypnosis, I want to eat good food. Since August, I can honestly say I have not had one potato chip. It was life-changing for me. And I don't think about desserts like I used to. Bridget, how much have you lost now? I had lost a total of 83 pounds. Holy cow. It's easy, it's fun, very relaxing, and very successful. And I would just say go for it. Sunny today, high in the mid-80s, and then tonight, 65, and near 90 tomorrow. Kind of sums it up. Welcome to the program. Yeah, hi, Stu. I just uh, I called last week about the Sikh flag, and now I'm calling about another flag. I, I didn't realize that the mayor had put the, 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 that, that pride flag that has the wedge in it. It includes the transgender. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the mayor, a Republican mayor or conservative, is supporting the transgender people. And, you know, the people, okay, the individuals is one thing, but I'm, I'm boys in the girls' restroom at school. Oops, we got a little cutout here. In the shower at the, the base. Oh, there are some things, I, uh, some things I disagree with, but certainly I'm all for equal rights for transgenders and gays. But there are some things that I, I do not agree with, and that's when we go a little weird with the bathroom issue. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, the whole, the whole. You, 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 it's all or nothing. You're not going to get just whatever you want. There's no compromise. So I wouldn't. If you're going to put up anything, you just put up the the, the the traditional flag. You don't don't put the wedge because that the transgender stuff is extremely destructive. I think it's a threat to Western civilization. We we should not be tolerating this nonsense. Okay, well I don't agree with you on that, but there are some aspects, as I mentioned, that I. You know, there's 25 percent of kids in a lot of classes are, are identifying as transgender. It depends on where you are. <clears throat> All right, That's sir. That's not normal. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. All right, take care. Look, we're going to discuss a little bit of that um, with a gentleman who is, um, you know, the teachers' unions are starting to get a little bit too woke. I mean, far left to the point where they they want to ban words like mother and father which I think 99 and 9 tenths of everybody in the country are going, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? We have a gentleman who's going to talk a little bit about that on my program after 1 o'clock. It is Stu and you and WICH, and all opinions are welcome. Hi, you're on the air. Well, good morning, Stu. How are you today? Fine. First of all, I want to thank you for something. <clears throat> oh, you do? I want to thank you for sending that uh, thing about friends. And uh, I went to a memorial service with one of my best friends who was, unfortunately, had passed away. And I read that. Oh, oh, did uh, you? Because it described him perfectly. Oh, wonderful. Thank you for that. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, you're welcome. Mm Mm-hmm. I come come up with a few interesting things occasionally, I guess. And if you ever find another copy of that, for some reason I misplaced it and I wanted to read it on the air. Just, All uh, right. Let me know. I'll see what I can do about that. Okay. <clears throat> um, I'm calling for well, a couple of things quickly. Um, it's nice to hear from Mark today again a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm reminding you that a day ahead about tomorrow's Watch Hill concert. Oh, yeah, that's coming up. It oh, is, right? Uh, in Tuesday, 24 hours. Tuesday concert and... Um, Yes. I'm trying to, I forgot who was going to be there tomorrow. I'll tell, I'll tell you. I'll give you a little description in case you like the sounds of it. It's the F-U-Z-Z, Fuzz, San Giovanni, Trio, um, Driving Gypsy Jazz Rhythms, Acoustic Guitars, hmm. upright, upright Bass and Violin Lay the Foundation for Mesmerizing Vocal Harmonies and Fantastic Stories. 
Wow, that sounds it's the, interesting. It's theatrical and humorous. It's musical and intense. It entertains, dazzles, and defies classification while welcoming the spectator to join the band throughout the performance in momentary fits of claps, snaps, and sing-alongs. Well, I think you convinced me on that one. I hope I can make it. I hope you can, too, because I'll be waving to you, you know, if you get there. The Fuzz Trio. <laughs> the Fuzz Trio. <laughs> okay. We can do some uh, uh, sing-alongs, I guess, huh? Yeah, Maybe. it sounds like a very interesting group. It's going to be nice weather, too, so mm-hmm. it's probably a good place to be at that time of night, you know, nice and cool with the water. Yeah, yeah. Come early, get a can, good spot. Then yep. you can wander down and get your ice cream at the end of the thing. Sounds like a completely wonderful night. Yeah, I've made, I've, I've, I've made a decision for you. <laughs> and anything else okay. uh, today that you wanted to mention? No, that oh, was it. That was it. Okay. Okay, well, um, maybe I'll bump into you tomorrow night. But uh, take I hope care so. in the meantime. All right. Thanks again for the friends. Okay, yeah. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Um, I've been listen- listening to people talk about um, vinyl records. Hmm, vinyl. Love vinyl. Pardon? I love vinyl. You do? <laughs> Could I tell you? I grew up with vinyl, and the album covers are so neat. And oh, I think you like the vinyl uh, uh, covers? Well, not the you know the covers and the vinyl inside, and then I think that sounds better. But maybe okay. it's my imagination. Yeah, but the problem with vinyl, uh, as I recall, mm-hmm. I hope they've improved by now. Um, but as I recall... Vinyl used to scratch very easily. It could. I guess if you play it so many times, it could get a little scratchy. But it'll stay a lot better if uh, people don't touch the surface and touch it just on the sides. You know, you can take care of your vinyl better. Yeah, but, Mm -hmm. um, you know... Of course, it's not 100% uh, pure uh, unless you don't play it that often. Right. But when you're a family and you got kids and all they have to do is stomp their feet a little bit or, or um, you know, run around the room. You mean the, the, needle, the needle jumps, you mean? And the needle will jump, you know. I mean, it's not that hard to, to scratch a record. It wasn't anyway. So I'm wondering if there's any improvements. Nobody's talking about possible improvements in the way... Um, or um, they're played, or uh, they can be well. They have things that you can clean your vinyl with uh, that they didn't have when when I was a little kid. Uh, you know, you can wipe it down. There's cloths, and uh, certainly they recommend never touch anything but the sides of the record. Um, well, I, yeah, we already knew that. And you don't know, you uh, know that. make you sure know. your needle's okay so it doesn't ruin the record. Oh, they still got needles? Do you still have to play with the, the needles? Mm-hmm. Yes. Otherwise, oh. the record would never wear out. <clears throat> okay. Are there different speeds, like on record players that they used to have? Or they usually they have like, uh, um, 33s and 45s. That's basically it. Still? Still. But I think not too many people have 45s anymore, but they they do come with 33s and 45s, and the older ones... Even come with 78s, but hardly anybody plays 78s anymore. Right. And do the new uh, record players, that they, you just put them on and they spin around, and um, yeah, the just, arm, you can, you know, just put the arm at the beginning or, uh, you know. Just like or, the ones you uh, remember. Of course, there are 
expensive, sophisticated ones where the uh, the arm just goes up by itself. And but, I would think they w- I would <clears> think <throat> they would have um, um, better um, upgrades. Um, better upgrades on, on the players. I don't so know do if I I don't know if I dreamt it once, but I I thought I saw somebody they were working on something where there was actually no needle, but it would still play a record. And but maybe I dreamt it, but I think that was I was thinking, wow, that'll never wear out that way. Yeah, you would think there would be something improved, or mm-hmm. at least improved vinyl. Well, maybe Make there it. is. I know that records cost about three times more than they did. But so everything is just about three times more anyway. So, yeah, but uh, I, you know, I would if 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 they wanted to re up, you know, um, bring something back, I would think they would upgrade it mm-hmm. better, or you know, or make improvements on the way or the way it's made a little differently or something like that. So it wouldn't, um, you know, I mean, gosh, to tell you the truth, they were really easy to scratch. You well, know, um, I don't you know. know I you can't. Heard you guys on when you played <clears throat> going back and you played your records, they skip. Yeah, some of them were not taken care of like they should have been. I agree uh-huh. with you there, and that is probably the DJ's fault to a degree. We did something called queuing up, which meant you wanted to get right to the beginning of the record and you had to right. spin it around, and that really wasn't a good idea. I mean, even when you when the when you put um, the records on and they you know on the record players the old record players and uh, you put a pile on and the, the one would fall down come down on top of the other that was scratching. Uh, I was never really sure about how bad that was for the record, but it used to be you know we'd just put a whole stack on there and sit back and you had never had to get up and change it. Right, but even when the records would go down on top of each other, I, I mm-hmm. think that would uh, scratch it, you know? Well, you never leave your records in the car. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you have so, any records? Pardon? Do you have any vinyl? No, not anymore. We got rid of them when the cassette came out. Yeah, and cassettes and the, the A-tracks, the cassettes and the CDs. And, the cassette, and, yeah, the CDs the tracks, and uh, yeah. now we're going back to records. I wish I still had them, <clears throat> but, you know, I mean, the Weasel, I didn't have very many scratches on them, but it was disappointing when, you know. I got to tell you, I was a fanatic with records, and some of the ones that I have that are 30 years old, they're good because I was a fanatic with them, and I took care of them. So they yeah. do last a lot longer without the scratch well, if you I take care of them. I had the albums at 33s, and I had mm-hmm. some 45s, but <clears throat> my mom had 78s. Oh, yeah. Same with me. Yeah. So I was just wondering if, you know, if they upgraded, you well, know, at least maybe the way that you would play them or, or you know. I don't know. Maybe the needles are better. I really don't know. But um, Yeah, good. then you'd have to go out and buy a needle, a new needle, or, you know. Oh, eventually, uh, of course. Yep. Well, so, listen, um, I'm glad you brought it up. It's an interesting subject. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. This Bye-bye. is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Do you know how important it is to maintain your dental health? I'll be back in a second to give you some info on this subject. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging. 
help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Periodontitis is the word that refers to inflammation of the tissue around the teeth. This may cause shrinkage of the gums and loosening of the teeth. And even though there is no established cause and effect at this time, there is growing evidence that periodontitis can increase your risk of heart disease. You should see your dentist regularly and brush and floss twice daily to prevent this problem. It may just keep your heart healthier too. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. When shopping around for your new roof, wouldn't it be great if you could actually see all of your roofing options and be able to know exactly what you're getting? That's exactly what you'll discover at the roofing store in Plainfield, the only store that has it all on display. Work with the experts at the roofing store and discover the difference between asphalt shingles and a forever roof made from metal. One of the most popular options today and backed with a lifetime warranty. Don't take our word for it. Here's a testimonial from one of their many satisfied clients. I need her to replace my roof. I looked around and found somebody who could handle metal roofing. I found the roofing store out of Plainfield. Mike and Ben were fantastic to work with. Had other needs, gutter, chimney cap, and a gazebo that needed to be done at the same time. Their team handled everything expertly, cleaned up daily, and this was during the hottest week of the summer. They were fantastic to work with. Would highly recommend them for anybody that has a roofing project. Call or visit the roofing store, 496 Norwich Road in Plainfield. So nostalgic baby boomers who missed thumbing through record albums in their local record stores, remember Gaffney's, helped to fuel a vinyl resurgence that started about 15 years ago. Amazing. Coincided with the launch of Record Store Day to celebrate indie record stores. It's the most improbable comeback of the 21st century. These days, though, it's more than just boomers. A younger generation is buying turntables and albums, and cassette tapes, too, and a new generation of artists like Adele, Ariana Grande, and Harry Styles have been moving to vinyl. So amazing. All of those stores that closed, record stores, and all of a sudden they're cropping up again. You wonder, maybe they should have hung in there. I don't know. But even young people are showing an interest in vinyl now. In uh, Pittsburgh, a taxi driver, Jamila Grady, is too young at age 34 to remember the heyday of record stores, but she finds records to be irresistible. She created wall art from some of the album covers from nearly 50 albums she's bought since 2019. And she's got them all over her room. The uh, major labels, they shuttered their plants long ago, But new ones are coming online. Record makers launching over the the last 10 or 15 years include Toronto-based Precision Record Pressing. I will tell you that the records are more expensive. But, hey, (laughs) why not? So you don't have to be in the nostalgic mode. You can be a young person who wants records, and they are buying them. Welcome to to the program. Nostalgic mode, you can be. Hello, welcome to the program. Let's do a funny story about an album. Yes. 
you know, uh, we were in the albums uh, 70s and uh, smoking pot, and then people were doing other things besides that. And one of my friends was picked up, it was, I think it was a Led Zeppelin album, and he swore he was cooking a hamburger on it. And okay. I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to take that stuff. I don't like hamburgers that taste like vinyl. I don't like that, yeah. No, it not the there was the hamburger cooking on it. The vinyl was actually the the uh fry plate. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And uh I don't I never asked them how how it tasted or was it good, you know. Mm -hmm. So that song was really cooking. Mm -hmm. It was. It was one of the you know, stairway to the uh Burger King, I think. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> That's the way the table turns, or the turntable uh it's fun. 889-5252 at WICH. If you'd like some live music, we have that for you, too. Another fabulous summer of free live music continues at Howard Braun Park this Wednesday with Rock the Docks. This Wednesday, enjoy Shaded Soul Band from 6 to 8 p.m. Shaded Soul Band is sponsored this week by your friends at Centerville Bank. No registration required and a full concession stand with food and drinks available for purchase. This week's Rock the Docks concert is sponsored by Centerville Bank and is also made possible in part by the generosity of 2022 title sponsor Foxwoods Resort Casino and series sponsors Norwich Public Utilities, Core Plus Credit Union, Atlantic Property Team at EXP Realty, and Hall Communications. Rock the Docks is organized by the Greater Norwich Area Chamber of Commerce, Business and Industry Foundation, Wednesday at 6 p.m. at Howard T. Brown Park. Come see the Shaded Soul Band, free, sponsored this week by Centerville Bank and Foxwoods Resort Casino. Also, on Friday, head on over to the Norwich Town Green for Friday Night Acoustics, this week featuring the three-timers. Visit NorwichChamber.com for more details. All right, 8 till noon. Stu Breyer with you at WICH. If you'd like to check in on any subject, just check in at the desk. Let me see your ID. No, you don't have to do that. No IDs are necessary. As long as you know where we are, 1310 AM and 94.5 FM. So we can find a story that's not... Uh, oh, man, some of these stories every day. <laughs> I hope they get these teens who uh, fatally beat a 73-year-old man with a traffic cone. This was in Philadelphia. Seven teens, four monster guys and four monster girls attacked this guy on Saturday night and left him for dead. He was brought to a hospital and he died there. And they have him all on video. Those monster morons, they're all on video. The thing is, if they ever do catch them or find out who they are, uh, well, what will they do with them? Hmm? Well, I know what I would do with them. Horrible stories. Just the mentality of some of the young people. You wonder what's going on in their home life, huh? All right, I had to get that one off my chest. Let's see if I can find something good in the... Uh, in the news for you today. It doesn't have to all be bad. Like talking about records, that's a pretty good thing. Bringing back record memories, 45, 78s, 33 and a thirds. I think that's about it, right? That covers it pretty good. WICH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group.
From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women to participate and are equal opportunity employers. A gentleman who is a big labor critic, his name is Mark Mix. He's been on all the networks, CNN, Fox, all of them. Is going to be our guest and give his point of view. He's the president of the National Right to Work Committee, which is 2.8 million member public policy organization. So, Mr. Mark Mix is going to be on our program after the 1 o'clock news. I'm looking forward to talking with him and uh, hearing what he has to say. We like to have an interesting mix of guests, and uh, Mark will be mixing them. Mark Mix, to go along with our mix of guests. Just happened to work out that way, huh? With powerful X-Torque engines, advanced economics, and legendary reliability, nothing makes the toughest cutting jobs easy, like a Husqvarna chainsaw from K&H Equipment. And nothing adds versatility, protection, and performance to your chainsaw, like genuine Husqvarna accessories. Choose Husqvarna oils and lubricants to ensure peak performance, and replacement blades and chains to help you tackle any task. Durable carrying cases protect your machine, while head, ear, and eye protection keep you safe on the job. There's never been a better time to choose Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna chainsaws and accessories, visit K&H Equipment in Plainfield. I think we'll play a tune into the uh, news, get you warmed up for our lunchtime oldie break, which goes from noon to one every day. We play uh, songs from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and sometimes even the 30s. You know, not very often, but we like to mix it up a little bit, give you a a good variety of music through the years. So um, let's play something by Peebo Bryson. This is a song that, uh, it's a sweet song. I want to take you to the news with it. This time I'll hold 
Okay, we're going to wrap around some good vinyl after the news. Personality Radio, AM 1310 in Norwich, and now 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Coming up to noon, and then we'll have fun with the music. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. President Biden celebrates the gun reforms he signed into law late last month. We finally moved that mountain, a mountain of opposition, obstruction, and indifference that stood in the way and stopped every effort of gun safety for 30 years in this nation. Now's the time to galvanize this movement. Because that's our duty to the people of this nation. At a White House event today with lawmakers and mass shooting survivors. This new law requiring requires young people under 21 to go enhance background checks before purchasing a gun. How many more mass shootings do we have to see where a shooter is 17, 18 years old and able to get his hands on a weapon and go on a killing spree? In Highland Park, Illinois, residents used a moment of silence to mark the moment one week ago when a gunman shot and killed seven people at an Independence Day parade. There are no words. I've lost a lot of weight over the last week with tears. WBBM-TV reporter Mugo Odegwe. Around me right now, we see a lot of people who've come out from the community just to watch, to see this memorial. We've seen people out here in tears, crying. Uh, dozens and dozens of flowers. We see candles. We see signs. Triple-digit heat, a big concern today in an area stretching from New Mexico east through Texas and Louisiana. WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen says it's a week-long event. Actual air temperatures in these areas will climb to about 105 to 110 degrees this afternoon. And as you get down closer to the Gulf with higher levels of humidity, the heat index could be approaching 110 to 115 in some locales. In Texas, power grid concerns and calls to conserve energy as electric demand rises along with the temperature. 
A wildfire is out of control in Yosemite National Park, imperiling giant sequoias. In Utah, heat and high winds are stoking several fires. Kaylee Yardley is with the State Forestry Division. We need to be super cautious and aware, especially during these red flag days that we have. Uh, there's going to be many more to come. A French company is asking the FDA to approve its birth control pill as an over-the-counter medication. Kelly Blanchard, with a nonprofit that helped with the application, says decades of research point to it being a safe option. Having a doctor, finding a doctor, getting an appointment, the cost of that visit, the cost of the travel, finding childcare, all of those logistics and those barriers fall heavier on people who are working to make ends meet. Well, checking Wall Street, right now the Dow is down 140 points. The NASDAQ is down 232, and the S&P is down 42. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Ew, Dad, why are toenails so ugly and yellow? Hey, it's James, and if you're like me and suffer from toenail fungus, please pay close attention. Let's face it, toe fungus is embarrassing. I was afraid to take my socks off and hid my yellowing, crumbly toes from everybody. But nail fungus isn't just a cosmetic problem. It can also be dangerous. Even a small spot can spread and get worse. But no matter what I tried, it seemed like my fungus would never go away. Then I discovered Crystal Flush, the new FDA-registered at-home treatment. This unique two-step system flushes out fungus at its source and reverses damaged nails. Finally, me and thousands of others are free from fungus. And you can be too. Call now, and for a limited time, you can try Crystal Flush risk-free for 30 days. Call 800-764-9219. That's 800-764-9219. Eliminate your toe fungus once and for all, guaranteed. Call now, 800-764-9219, or visit crystalflush.com. There's fierce fighting in eastern Ukraine. CBS's Holly Williams. Ukrainian soldiers are contesting every inch of territory. But these fighters said they were mainly relying on old Soviet-era weapons, still waiting on new ones from the U.S. and its allies. They do now have communications equipment supplied by America. But their commander says the Russians they're fighting have five or even ten times as much artillery as they do. The Ukrainians are using drones to gather intelligence on Russian positions and claim they're having success with homemade bombs. Holly Williams, CBS News, Dnipro, Ukraine. The Army has suspended a retired three-star general as an advisor to active-duty officers. USA Today reports a Twitter account under Gary Voleski's name mocked First Lady Jill Biden. Steve Kathan, CBS News. It's lunchtime. Sit back and listen to all the great songs with Stu Breyer and his Lunchtime Oldie Show on 1310 WICH. Oh, there's a crazy little shack beyond the tracks. Everybody calls it the Sugar Shack Well, it's just a coffee house and it's made out of wood Espresso coffee tastes mighty good That's not the reason why I've gotta get back up to that Sugar Shack Well, baby, to that Sugar Shack 
Make that girl love me when I put on some trash You can understand why I've gotta get back up to that sugar shack Talk about sweets, huh? Sugar Shack, welcome to my lunchtime oldie break. You know, there's another Shack song. It's called Psychedelic Shack by The Temptations. Mixing the memories here, Stu's lunchtime break at WICH.
Psychedelic Shack. Remember those strobe lights? I wasn't really wild about them, right? It was like, wow, weird feeling to be on the dance floor and you didn't know if you were on the ceiling or not. Anyway, here's a song way before psychedelic music. Maybe this was psychedelic in the 50s. I doubt it, though. had such simple names in those days and they called themselves the little teddy bears to know him is to love him Bobby Rydell says forget him well I think we forgot to sing for us maybe we can get him now huh? forget him forget him if he doesn't love you Forget him if he doesn't care Don't let him tell you that he wants you Cause he can't give you love which isn't there Oh, little girl, he's never dreaming of you He'll break your heart, you wait and see
never dreaming of you He'll break your heart, you wait and see So don't you cry now, just tell him goodbye now Forget him and please come home to me No, don't you cry now, better tell him goodbye now Forget him and please come home to me Tommy Rydelli with Stu's Lunchtime Break. You are a family of adventure and have waited long enough. It's time for you to buy that unforgettable ride you've always dreamed of just in time for your summer adventures. With Jeep's 4x4 and towing capabilities, get to the campsite or boat launch with no problem. Celebrate our independence with Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram during the Make This the Summer event. Falvey's offers the entire new Jeep lineup from Renegades all the way up to Grand Cherokees. They have new inventory steadily coming in. If they don't have it on the ground, they can custom order it to meet all your needs. Learn more about Falvey's current incentives and offers by visiting their dealership today just down the road from Mohegan Sun or 24 hours a day at falvey's.com. Let them be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together, meeting your specifications. Falvey's, you're gonna W-I-C-H AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 W-I-C-H and 94.5 FM. Yankee Remodeler, since 1971. Yankee Remodeler. This is Pete from Yankee Remodeler. Business is booming, and we're looking for experienced carpenters and painters to join our team. We offer competitive wages, insurance, 401k, PTO, and more. If you'd like to work for a great company, don't wait. Email your resume to hr at yankeeremodeler.com. Yankee Remodeler! Babies bring much joy and responsibility. Alliance for Family Support is prepared to help you grow your healthy family. Our free program includes prenatal guidance, baby care, and safety tips, personal family and well-being parenting groups, phone support, and home visiting for the entire family, including dad. If you want to participate in this free program, call TVCCA at 860-425-6549 or visit tvcca.org.
like happy endings like that, huh? That's uh, That was their only hit, the Bobby Fuller Four with Stu. And for those who have been in, mired in a little worry zone, it's a little inspirational song by Bobby McFerrin. It's a little song that he wrote. It became a big hit, made him very wealthy. But he still worries once in a while. Here's a little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Don't worry. Be happy. In every life we have some trouble. But when you worry, you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry. Be happy now. Be happy Don't worry, be happy Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy Ain't got no place to lay your head Somebody came and took your bed Don't worry The landlord say your rent is late He may have to litigate Don't worry (laughs) Be happy Look at me, I'm happy Don't worry Be happy I give you my phone number. When you worry, call me. I make you happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Ain't got no cash. Ain't got no style. Ain't got no gal to make you smile. But don't worry. Be happy. When you worry, your face will frown And that will bring everybody down So don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy Don't worry, don't worry, don't do it Be happy Put a smile on your face Don't bring everybody down like this Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. And don't tell me what to do. 
I'm he not does all the, uh, you, you know that. He does all the uh, voices in the background and all the sound effects all come from his throat. No one else. There was no other musicians there. He did the whole thing, so he gets all of the royalties. Ah, don't forget the little things. Here's Bobby Goldsboro. Little things that you do make me glad I'm in love with you. Little things that you say make me glad that I feel this way. The way you smile, the way you hold my hand, and when I'm down. You always understand, you know I love those little things in my ear that you say when there's no one here. Little things that you do, let me know that your love is true. When we walk, you like to hold my hand, and when we talk. You tell me I'm your man You know I love those little things that I hear The little things you whisper in my ear I know there ain't nobody else like you No one could do the little things you do Little things Make me glad I'm in love with you Little things that you say Make me glad that I feel this way When we walk You like to hold my hand And when we talk You tell me I'm your man You know I love those little things That I in my ear I know there ain't nobody else like you No one could do the little things you do Appreciate the little things, huh? Alright, hey, wanna hear something stupid? Alright, here it is Here's something stupid I stand in line until you think you have the time to spend an evening with me And if we go someplace to dance I know that there's a chance you won't be leaving with me Then afterwards we drop into a quiet little place and have a drink or two Then I go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like I love you I can see it in your eyes that you despise the same old lies you heard the night before And though it's just a line to you for me it's true and never seemed so right before 
practice every day to find some clever lines to say to make the meaning come through. But then I think I'll wait until the evening gets late and I'm alone with you. The time is right, your perfume fills my head, the stars get red and oh, the night's so blue. Then I go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like I love Time is right, your perfume fills my head The stars get red and oh, the night's so blue And then I go and spoil it all By saying something stupid like I love you See Sinatra got to sing with Frank on that song. See, it's who you know, and uh, they had the biggest hit, 1966. Here's uh, Bobby Freeman with a very polite way to ask for a little dance.
in. What was the answer? Well, here's a more aggressive way of asking. Do you want to dance and hold my hand? Tell me, baby, I'm your loving man. Oh, baby, do you want to dance? Do you want to dance under the moonlight? Hold me, baby, all through the night. Oh, baby, do you want to dance? Do you want to dance? different approach might be this. You know what I mean? You have a better chance getting the dance if you do it like this. See how Bette Midler does it. Do you, do you, do 
see if girls can ask guys to dance as well. If Bette Midler and WICS. Believe it or not, there's another version of it by Del Shannon. But um, we may be a little danced out, so I think I will move along. But we'll play Del Shannon's at another time. In the meantime, don't run away because we're just getting warmed up. This is the second half of our lunchtime oldies today. Nineteen sixty-one, Del Shannon with Stewart WICS. What year should we go to now? Let's uh, have this guy earn his paycheck. What year, fella? Nineteen sixty-six. What he does for a living just gives the years. It's a yearly salary. Coming on strong. Coming on strong. Ever since you've been gone, they've been coming on strong. Pain, come on in. Hello, sorrow. I see you back again. Teardrops, glad you dropped by. Cause you can't help me. Drown my pride And since you're here The time seems just fine 
to let you know that you're gonna be with me till I lose my mind. You've been gone much too long, and I can feel the heartache coming on strong. Only thing you left for me was misery for company and memories of a love gone wrong. That keep coming on strong Coming on strong Coming on strong Coming on strong Miss Brenda Coming on strong, feeling stronger every day Chicago A toddling group It's called Feeling Stronger Every Day Eat your Wheaties and your spinach
me. That's me. Just sitting around lifting my paperweights. One of the many, 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 many hits. Many, many hits of Chicago. Hey, let's get into a vinyl that you probably haven't heard in a very long time. This group called Tears for Fears. Remember those guys? It's called Everybody Wants to Rule the World. You think you have headaches now? Try doing that.
Everybody wants to rule the world. Is that a 40-hour week, you think, ruling the world? I don't know. Well, a lot of people would like to rule the world. Unfortunately, uh, some of them are the wrong people. But there you have it. Uh, tears for fears. With Stu at WICH. As far as the weather is concerned, uh, well, don't be too concerned. It is summer, and this is what happens in summer. You get very warm weather. Some days are humid. And uh, we got a pretty uh, humid day today with temperatures in the middle to upper 80s. And currently, our temperature is uh, hanging out at 84 degrees. Not too bad. Not too bad. And it certainly is a great beach day. Hope you're uh, bringing us with you to the beach. And don't forget to turn so you won't burn. Indeed, only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings, late-day eating binges, boredom eating, stress eating. For locations near you, go to markpatrickseminars.com. Also, stop smoking with Mark Patrick Seminars. No matter how many times you try to quit, this hypnosis is designed to destroy your desire to smoke without cravings, irritability, weight gain, or your money back. That's right. Weight Loss Seminar Sunday, July 31st at the Holiday Inn in Norwich, 11 to 1. Registration begins at 10.30 a.m. Stop Smoking Seminar starts at 2 p.m. Registration starts at 1.30. I've been checking out things in the vinyl. Uh, we talked about vinyl earlier today, and in our vault we do have some vinyl. And this is a very, very, very lost vinyl by Tony Bennett. I'm not sure I ever played this on our program, but it was one of his great hits in the early days, and I thought, well, let's throw it in, see what you think. It's called The Boulevard of Broken Dreams. I walk along the street of sorrow The boulevard of broken dreams Where gigolo and gigolette Can take a kiss without regret So they forget their broken dreams Laugh tonight and cry tomorrow When you behold your shattered schemes And gigolo and gigolette Wake up to find their eyes are wet With tears that tell of broken dreams Here is where you'll always find me Always walking up and down But I left my soul behind me In an old cathedral town The joy that you find here you borrow You cannot keep it long, it seems But Zigolo and Zigolette still sing a song and dance along. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. 
that you find here you borrow You cannot keep it long, it seems But Shigalo and Shigalette Still sing a song and dance along The Boulevard of Broken Dreams Tony Bennett, that's not the original. I thought it was the original, and I don't know who that guy was singing with him, but it was very nice. It's a very nice song, and... The Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Sound a little bit like Rod Stewart in there, you think? All right. You think it's warm here? Our friends in Florida, it's in the 90s every day now. Tallahassee, about 98. Tallahassee Lassie. I had uh, Lassie dogs growing up. That's that's uh, Freddie Cannon, the man with all the energy with most of his songs. Didn't hear any ballads from Freddie. The Beatles from the album Eight Days a Week. Oh, I need your love, babe. Guess you know it's true. Hope you need my love, babe. Just like I Love me, love me, love me 
days a week. That's a lot of overtime. We're out of time for this hour. We have an interesting guest right after the news. Leave you with a little blue Hawaii. Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii. Billy Vaughn and the orchestra. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 and uh, 94.5 FM, W233DB in Norwich. Mike Mix will be with me after 1 o'clock. I like that name, Mike Mix. It is now... This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Steve Kathan. Two weeks after signing a gun reform measure into law, President Biden calls it a lifesaver. CBS's Skylar Henry. The White House invited survivors and family members of mass shooting victims to join President Biden on the South Lawn as he celebrated the passage of a gun control bill. Because of your work, your advocacy, your courage, lives will be saved today and tomorrow because of this. Congress passed the bill in the wake of mass shootings in Buffalo and Uvalde. In Uvalde, Texas, where school kids were gunned down and the police response heavily criticized. Some are calling for video from the hallway outside the classroom where the massacre took place to be released to the public. State Representative Dustin Burroughs heads a panel that's investigating. I can tell people all day long what it is I saw. The committee can tell people all day long what we saw, but it's very different to see it for yourself, and we think that's very important. We'll continue to put pressure on the situation and consider all options in making sure that video gets out for the public to view. And in Highland Park, Illinois, a moment of silence today, one week after the July 4th parade shooting. Dozens and dozens of flowers. We see candles. We see signs. Uh, this is obviously in honor of the people who were killed. WBBM-TV reporter Mugo Odigwe.
Now to Yosemite National Park. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti is covering the wildfire that threatens the giant sequoias. We're standing in front of the southern entrance, which is closed, and for good reason. The Washburn fire continues to burn, mainly in remote areas, which has made it very difficult for firefighters to get to it. In the past 24 hours, the fire has nearly doubled in size. At this hour, we're told it is 0% contained. In a sudden switch, former Trump aide Steve Bannon says he's willing to testify to the House panel investigating the Capitol attack. Legal analyst Lori Levinson says it comes just before his scheduled trial on contempt charges. The real problem is that I'm not sure that they can trust Bannon at all. It is clear that he and Trump still consider themselves best friends. Well, Texas officials are urging residents to conserve electricity. The state power grid is in for some tough days as triple-digit heat settles in for all this week in a lot of places. This woman lives in San Antonio, where the forecasted high today is 104. Running out in the shade makes a huge difference. Running with sunglasses makes a huge difference, and just taking it easy makes a difference. I don't push too hard on a hot, hot day like this. Checking Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 98 points. NASDAQ is down 219. This is CBS News. Find great hires fast with Indeed. Their end-to-end hiring solution makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. This is a paid advertisement for legal services. Ricky LeBlanc, Chestnut Hill, Mass. Admitted in Massachusetts only. While this firm maintains joint responsibility, most cases of this type are referred to other attorneys for principal responsibility. Members, Paul J. Morgan, Winter Park, Florida. Nick Neiswander, Florence, Kentucky. Rich Grabo, 970 Farmington Avenue, West Hartford, Connecticut. 860-904-7789. Michael Bogonzalez, admitted Louisiana. Filing number LA-22-13614. No representation is made that the quality of the legal services to be performed is greater than the quality of legal services performed by other attorneys. I am a paid non-attorney spokesperson. Attention U.S. Marines. Veterans were exposed to toxic chemicals in the drinking water on Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Exposure to these chemicals increased the risk for cancer, birth defects, and other serious health problems. If you or a loved one were exposed to contaminated water on Camp Lejeune, you may be entitled to compensation. A new law gives legal rights to those harmed. It is not too late to take action. Call Sokolov Law now for a free legal consultation at 1-800-397-8100. 1-800-397-8100. 1-800-397-8100. Store chains want us to buy, but more of them are making returns a no-brainer. Retailers such as Target and Walmart are reportedly considering letting customers keep items they want to return and the money they paid as well. At stake, the cost of the return. Where there's cases of free return shipping, processing those returns, and stocking fees, they have to work any of the items. But there's an opportunity for fraud. Keith Daniels with Karl Marx Advisors. As consumers become aware of which retailers are doing it and what the threshold are, they may start to look for opportunities to exploit it. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. At the movies, Thor, Love and Thunder took in $143 million on its opening weekend, including international ticket sales. The film has already earned more than $300 million. The new Minions movie fell into second place. Top Gun Maverick was third. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Do you know what people see when they Google you? 
Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you, too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. That's 800-401-6681. Seatbelts, it's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Okay, my guest is a no-show, so we'll do it without him. Mark Mix is not there. All right. That's life. That's what the people say. Riding high in April, shot down in May. Okay, I got stood up by Mark Mix. There. You and I can handle this hour by ourselves, right? I knew you could. The number is 860-889-5252. Looks like an interesting guest, too. He's the president of the National Right to Work Committee, 2.8 million member public policy organization, serves as president of the National Right to Work, Work Legal Defense Foundation. The National Education Association having their annual conference, which is underway in Chicago, and the group is calling for a national policy of mandatory masking, mandatory vaccinations, and rejecting the words mother and father. <laughs> we were going to talk about that with him. However, he is not here with us. Perhaps he may call sometime this hour. But you only get one shot on this program. You miss out a lot. Because you can pick us up in all kinds of countries. <laughs> well, that's what podcasts do, Right? Can you imagine trying to take the words mother and father, mom and dad, out of school? I think that's a little bit extreme, don't you? Just a little bit? Mom and dad? What else What else are you going to call them, huh? I remember uh, some teenagers at one point liked to call their mom and dad by their first name. That was in. That was in with young people. Remember that? Yeah. They met some people, and that's how they referred to their mom and dad by their first name. Okay, well, as long as they didn't mind. Mom and dad. I love when I'm in a supermarket and somebody yells ma, and 17 ma's look around to see if they're talking to them. Yes, a lot have the same name. Well, they're talking about changing it. What they're going to change it to, I don't know. Maybe you have some suggestions. This guy has uh, Mark Mix, when he shows up for his interviews, has appeared in national outlets such as the Wall Street Journal, Washington Times, Investors Business Daily, Washington Examiner, National Review. He's also been featured in widely read regional publications across the country. My goodness, what a resume. He holds a B.A. in finance from James Madison University. I don't want to read his whole resume. And he could have been on our program. Okay, if there is something on your mind, 
Do you want to get to? Remember, all opinions are welcome on this program. And the number is uh, 889-5252. Let it out. Something on your... Get it off your chest. I'll do that for you. I'll let you vent. No problem. WICH AM and FM. Join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. All right, let's see. Maybe this is my guest. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, is this Stu? Yes. Stu, this is Mark Mix. I am so sorry I missed your call. I was on another broadcast, and I went over by about two minutes, and I missed your phone call. So I don't know if you have time for me. I apologize. It's my fault. Oh, that's on our okay. end, we just got a little bit tight. Too tight scheduling. Oh, so. I'm glad to have you on. That's that's good. Let's uh, find out a little bit about uh, Mark. I was looking through uh, your resume here, and basically, how would you describe yourself as a big labor critic? Well, I'm a I'm a critic of forced unionism. Um, labor unions are perfectly fine, but the fact that they've been granted the the power to compel people to associate with them and then to add insult to injury to force them to pay dues or fees in order to work is something that I'm opposed to. The unions seem to be uh, very much involved with uh, you know the pandemic, which is still hanging around, and uh, some people say that they've really hurt. A lot of young people from getting the kind of education that they should have received. Um, as we were going through that, and not as much these days, what were your thoughts about it? Well, you know, it's kind of a for me personally. I have six children, um, and uh, we decided uh, to an alternative to the government school system for lots of reasons that are personal, but uh, not to, don't need to get into them. But from a standpoint of of kind of the context of how this happened, I, I want to quote. The, the teacher union president in the Los Angeles Unified School District who was asked this very same question by, a, by a, an interviewer in a, for a magazine out there, and they asked about the damage that uh, potentially were done to children because of the, the fact that they weren't in the classroom. And what she said was, look, it's okay if our babies don't know their multiplication tables. They know the difference between a riot and a protest. And, you know, it's that type of mindset from the the hierarchy of union officials across the country that make me wonder, you know, what in the world is going on in the classroom today? And, frankly, here in Virginia, where I reside, obviously the Loudoun County controversy that that brewed up during COVID and uh, when parents started to understand what was happening in their classrooms, they got really concerned about what was going on there. So, yes, I think I have a brother who just retired as a fourth-grade teacher in the New York State school system, and I asked him this weekend about that very question, Stu, that you just asked me, and he said, yes. When the kids came back, they were probably 75% behind where they should be if they had, if they had gone through third grade properly with their reading, with their math, and with other you know really important kind of building blocks for an educational future um, that includes moving on to the next level. He said they spent 75% of the school year just getting back to where they should have been when they entered the, entered the school system this year. So, yeah, I mean, from a personal anecdotal standpoint, from my brother's perspective, he felt like his students were way behind because of the missed time in the classroom. That answer was, uh, you almost fell out of my chair when you gave me the answer that she said. It's yeah. un- <laughs> well, you should, because, you know, when, it, when it's somebody who claims to be an educational professional with the best interests of children in mind, the fact that she's not concerned about multiplication tables and she's more concerned about the definition between a protest and a riot um, is just, that's an incredible 
display of kind of the arrogance of these teacher union officials. And I don't mean the teachers in the local classrooms. I don't mean that. The unions. I mean yeah. the mm-hmm. hierarchy of the union officialdom that is basically using their power as the sole voice in a workplace when they get to represent the teachers in a union, um, how they use their voice to radically change the educational product in the government school systems across America. So, Mark, this union is is basically taking the woke pills. They're, they're very, very liberal. <laughs> uh, yeah, if there are pills, I don't know what color they are. They're not blue and they're not red. They may be... Mm-hmm. I, well, I, uh, yeah. I'll be careful here, Sue. So maybe they're pink. I don't know. Maybe they're yellow. I don't know. But... The bottom line is this, yes. And if you look at the recently completed National Education Association convention that occurred in Chicago last week, and you look at some of the resolution assembly uh, uh, positions they took on issues, you will find wokeness in, you know, on steroids in the so-called resolution assembly uh, amendments that they passed about what the government, what the union should be involved in and how the union should, should change the educational product in America. In fact, very little of it has to do with improving children's education. Most of it has to do with political correctness and wokeness and, and uh, changing history and all kinds of things that, uh, that we're seeing more and more of across the country. So heartbreaking when we consider that um, we used to be very high in the food chain educationally in this country, and we're dropping and dropping, and one wonders why. And uh, you've certainly given some good examples there. Now, yeah. Mark, uh, you're with the National Right to Work Committee, which is uh, the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation. How does this work? Yeah. The National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation has been around since 1968, and we have 22 staff lawyers that do nothing but represent employees whose rights have been violated by forced unionism agreements in the country. And most of the time that manifests itself with helping teachers, helping government employees, and helping private sector employees that have the courage to stand up and say, you know what, you don't speak for me, and I don't want to support you financially because of the radical views you take on certain issues like the teachers union, and I don't want any part of you. And unfortunately, federal labor law, going all the way back to the 1930s and the Roosevelt administration, gives union officials a very unique privilege to It gives them the privilege to basically say, you pay me union dues or fees or you don't work. I don't care if you're the best worker, the worst worker, a medium worker, a black worker, a white worker, a yellow worker, whatever kind of worker you are. If you don't pay me, you know, $80 a month or whatever union dues happen to be at the time, and they average between $800 and $1,100 a year for most folks across the country, um, if you don't pay me that, you can't work. And, And that powers do how it manifests itself is when workers like those that have courage to stand up and fight against it say, I don't want to be any part of this, they get fired from their job, they can come to the foundation and they can get free legal aid to get their jobs back or to exercise their rights in the workplace. We've had a very successful run. We've argued 18 cases at the U.S. Supreme Court. In fact, the last case we won there was in June of 2018, a case called Janus versus AFSCME, the American Federation of State County Municipal Employees, um, union that basically was forcing workers in a worker in Chicago to pay them union dues in order to work for their government. And we got the Supreme Court, a majority of the Supreme Court, to say that that was a violation of the First Amendment rights of all government employees across the country. And so today, Stu, no government employee anywhere in America at any level of government can be compelled to pay union dues or fees in order to work for government. That's a right to work law for all public sector employees across the country. Unfortunately, it doesn't apply to private sector workers. We're still working on that. And that's when the National Right to Work Committee comes in. The committee's been around since 1955. We lobby and follow and track legislation in all 50 states, including here in the United States Congress. And we look and fight against 
bills that would expand union power over workers, and then we fight for bills that would empower individual workers' freedom as it relates to the federal policy that, unfortunately, to this day, can, can force them to be fired from their job if they don't pay union dues or fees. We've got a lot of work to do there. Um, we also work at the state level. We passed right-to-work laws in 27 states in this country, five in the last 10 years, that basically say you have the right to associate with the union, no problem. If you want to join, no problem. If you want to give them your entire paycheck, no problem. But you can't be forced to pay fees to a union you disagree with. So how does this uh, correlate, uh, Mark? Well, you're, I'm sure you're very familiar with you know what's going on in our schools and uh, this gender thing and sex talk with the uh, second, third, and fourth graders. And, uh, and, you know, the American people are standing up against it and, uh, and they're fighting. And the union goes along with this, huh? Well, the union not only goes along with it, they lead it. They lead that type of thing um, in the classroom and that type of curriculum. I mean, if you look, as I mentioned, if you look at the resolutions that were passed at this most recent NEA conference completed last week in Chicago, you'll find a whole, whole bunch of that stuff in, that, in those documents if they, if they actually release them. Here's what happens. I mean, these union officials um, are in a unique position. They, they have this ability, they had the ability to compel people to pay them or associate with them as a condition of employment. They, take, they turn around and spend that money, and they use that power to elect members to the school board or the county commission or whatever. And then they sit down at the table and they negotiate with the very people that they recruited, promoted, and helped get elected to office. And how that manifests itself, Stu, if you, you look no farther than Illinois and California, New York, you know, New Jersey, Connecticut, these states would dramatically powerful and out of all proportion to their numbers and, and those that believe in what they believe in, um, than their numbers, it, it just, it's incredible how much power they've been granted in the public sector. And that is a direct result of a state legislature that said, you know what, we're going to give union officials, we're going to give Randy Weingarten, the president of the American Federation of Teachers, who is just an absolute leftist, radical, progressive, um, in favor of all those things you're talking about, Stu, and promoting all that stuff that you're talking about um, in the classroom. We're going to give her the ability to stand between elected officials and their, the, 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 the taxpayers of a school district or the taxpayers of a county or the taxpayers of the state. And we're going to give them this privileged position in between um, the taxpayers and the elected officials that basically clouds the accountability of politicians. And we give them this power to help dictate the terms and conditions of employment, including curriculum and other issues about what books are in the library. I mean, all that stuff is part of the negotiation of the union process. And that's why, unfortunately, for these many years leading up to the COVID shutdown, where we finally got a, a peek inside of what was happening in the classroom because of the, mm -hmm. over, the online learning, we found out that things aren't really nearly what we thought they might have been in the government school system, and certainly not what we remembered us do when we were in school. So if a teacher in good conscience says, this is ridiculous, I'm, you know, I want to teach my kids uh, math and spelling and this, and uh, I don't want to teach them about uh, sexual stuff and gender stuff in the early grades, that teacher conceivably be fired because she doesn't want to get get to that uh, referendum there the uh, doing yeah it? well yeah certainly they that do that that teacher could be disciplined and how that would work is this so let's say the teacher goes to the superintendent or the principal and says i'm not teaching this this curriculum this new curriculum about whatever it is the wokeness or the homosexuality or the drag queens or whatever i'm not going to participate in that and the the, the superintendent would say well you have to do that that's part of your contract mm -hmm. and then what would happen probably is the teacher would go to the union 
And they'd say, look, I'm being disciplined because I disagree with this curriculum. I do not want to teach it. I have a religious objection to it. And it would be the union can, is the one that, would, that decides whether or not there will be a grievance that will be filed against the school district or against the principal saying, you can't discipline the teacher for this. The union would file that grievance, and the union would be in charge of seeing that grievance all the way through the process. Well, Stu, what happens when the union official that is charged with processing the grievance on behalf of a, quote, member of the union or a teacher covered by a union contract, what if they decide to say, you know what, I don't, I'm not going to defend you because I disagree with your position? Well, the teacher, if they have the courage to stand up at that point and say, I'm not teaching it, at that point, the school board may decide, okay, you're going to be fired if you're not going to do what we say and not going to teach what we want in this classroom. You would be fired. Now, if it was another issue like, I want to teach, I don't want to teach math, well, obviously the union would probably say, well, we'll actually protect you and we'll, you know, we'll litigate for you. We'll file a grievance and we'll take this all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, <laughs> you know, if you don't want to teach math or you don't want to teach, you know, civics as we knew it or social studies or now what's called apparently in New York State social exchange, I guess is the name for civics education now in New York State, um, social interaction or social engagement. That's what it's called, social engagement, excuse me. Um, which will obviously be, you know, you ought to go down and march in the rally or the, 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 the disturbance that's going on or the riot that's going on down, downtown next week. You know, that may be social uh, engagement. That may be what they're teaching. So the union would have that type of control over a teacher, and if they decide that they don't want to represent you, the monopoly bargaining agreements and the bargaining agreements in many school districts, in fact, probably almost all of them, would say that the union controls the grievance process. You can't get outside of it. You can't litigate on your own behalf because you object to something that's being done, the union must represent you, and they must be present. And what they say is that the, any, any kind of adjudication of your problem with a superintendent over an issue like this has to conform with the contract. If it does not, then the union can veto it. And so if the union has agreed that they're going to teach this stuff and they're promoting this stuff, it's a real problem for a courageous teacher that would, be, that would have the courage to stand up and fight. That's where we come in, the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation. They can call us, they can talk to a lawyer, and we can help represent them in a situation where the union is working against their interests because they have this unique position in between the employee and the superintendent as it come, when it comes to terms and conditions of employment. I would say, Mark, these days you must be pretty busy. <laughs> Indeed we are, Stu. At any given time, we have about anywhere from 230 to 260 cases going mm-hmm. all at one time. And as I mentioned, we have 22 staff attorneys that handle these cases. I think we're probably the foremost experts when it comes to these types of battles, these kinds of battles against union officials and their monopoly power. We don't do other employment issues or other things unrelated to the idea of union power, but when it comes to this issue, we are extremely busy, and uh, there's always... But there's always someone to talk to someone who wants to know more about their rights or wants to have get help when it comes to these types of cases. Well, a teacher could say, you know, I, when I was trained, I was trained to do, you know, these different subjects, not to get into uh, racial stuff or politics or whatever, and uh, they would go to you and seem like you would have a good case on that. Now, if you win your case, do they get a, do they have to get back pay, or how would that work? Well, you know, every case is unique, and, and what, the, what the damages are in a particular case do, you know, when you start talking about court procedure and what happens. But, yes, for example, um, we were representing an employee the other day, um, well, not the other day, a while back, 
it, it comes because I just talked about it earlier this morning on another program. Um, th- this particular employee was fired because he didn't want to pay union dues or fees. He disagreed with what the union was doing. And so the union went to the employer and said, you got to fire the guy. The employer fired the guy. And in this case, it was a special circumstance because the union wanted him to pay full union dues. Um, and that's not legal anymore under another case we won for private sector workers back in 1988 at the U.S. Supreme Court called Beck versus Communication Workers of America that protects workers in their ideological, philosophical, and political rights as it relates to forced unionism. And he got, you know, back pay because he got back pay and he got other things, uh, other damages when he exercised his case. And in some cases we do that. What usually happens, too, is that when we get involved in litigation, the union usually backs down immediately mm-hmm. because they know that we will litigate all the way. We will, There's no settlement cases unless the unless the employee wants to settle the case we I send out a directive to our employees every 12 months about our employees saying they cannot settle a case on behalf of the right to work foundation um, unless the client says I want to settle the case because our goal is to end up at the United States Supreme Court and expand these individual freedoms and rights to everyone across the nation like we did with the Janus case back in 2018 you know I've been in radio for you know, 50-plus years, and I've never been in a union, and I always thought the unions were here to protect the people. Have they changed through the years? Uh, was it always like this? I, I think so. I think so, Stu. I think with the advent of the growth of government sector unionism, and that's a, I won't say it's a relatively new phenomenon, because back in 1959, Wisconsin was the first state to designate union officials as quote-unquote representatives of workers in that state, and it grew fairly substantially in the 1970s. And we are at a point now where the union movement, the AFL-CIO, which is the umbrella group that covers 50, 57 unions, I think is, or 56, one of them, doesn't really matter. Um, they're about 50% government workers, 50% private sector workers now. So the real growth in the union movement is going to be in the government sector. And one of the ramifications of that is they're in our school systems. They're in the government-run school system. And I think that has that has introduced a whole different type of union official. You know, when we think about unions back 50 years ago when you started, you know, it was the Teamsters with the truck drivers and the steel workers with the steel workers, and it was the, um, you know, the uh, iron workers and the, uh, the, the mine workers union. Now, because of the diversity, if you will, and the diversification of who who are union members, you've got United Steelworkers representing nurses and hospitals and teachers in classrooms and all kinds of different jurisdictions. Um, and I think that's changed. And I think the political involvement's changed too. And that's not surprising because what we've seen is the tremendous damage that this 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 forced unionism that's been you know pounded into law in the 1930s in the private sector pounded into law at the state levels in the 1960s and 1970s the dramatic impact that's had on the fiscal uh uh you know stability of states that frankly five or six states would probably be on the you know in the uh, they'd file bankruptcy by now if it weren't for the american rescue plan during covid that bailed out all of these mismanaged you know blue states around the country but i think the 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 agenda of the union movement and the politicalization of the union movement and the political ideology of the union officials here in Washington and in state capitals across the country, that's what's changed. And using the power of the unions, the, the legislative grant of power of the unions, to influence politics and influence these, these issues. I mean, to your point, Stu, what in the world does drag queen, drag queen hour have anything to do with learning math and reading and science? Nothing. Nothing. It's, it's, it's a radical agenda being promoted by the most radical elements of, of not only the left, 
but the political, the union movement, and it's part of politics. And when you get government to grant you a power that gives you the, the ability to have a worker fired if they don't pay you to work, that's pretty substantial. And in order to keep that, you've got to be involved in politics. And the, the, the people that are most most supportive of forced compulsory collectivism that is our labor policy in America are the people that had those radical views on other things, too. Mm-hmm. So interesting, Mark. Give the Can you give our audience an example? You said last week they had the Chicago Conference, the uh, Norwich Education Association. Uh, give us an example of some of the things that they presented at that conference. Yeah, well, I know exactly what they presented in the past. This one in particular, I think one of the resolutions passed say that they were going to object to any opposition to, you know, the teaching of sexual sexual orientation and sexual planning and drag queen stuff in the classrooms at that very earliest age. They actually passed a resolution that said, we will not comply with anything that others do and we'll continue to promote those policies in the classroom. I mean... Most of the stuff is it has nothing to do with the children they claim to represent and, and claim to want to help, but it has everything to do with a political agenda. For example, they've been for you know elimination of the Second Amendment. They've been for legalization of marijuana, and they've been successful in that area, frankly, in many areas across the country. They've been you know for the complete elimination of nuclear weapons and all kinds of other flowery things that really have nothing to do with with the educational product. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back over the years, they've they've done most of that radical stuff at this convention, and then. Oftentimes they'll put out a uh, a summary of what happened there. I have not seen that yet. There is a, a a guy by the name of Mike Antonucci, Project Seventy Four. If you want to know specifically about what they what they did there, Mike is probably the most informed guy in the country on that issue, and and someone that we look to when these things uh, you know when they close up and they adjourn these meetings, we look to him to file a report about what's happened there. But it suffice to say that it's not about improving you know the uh, the multiplication educational uh, abilities of of fourth graders. It has very little to do with that, and has a whole lot to do with this radical stuff that you're talking about, Stu. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of the stuff um, really divides people, and they give you the impression that it's supposed to bring people together. Like, <laughs> critical race theory makes no sense to me. It makes people feel like they're less than, and it makes other people feel like they're guilty of something they didn't do. And that's such a divisive thing that I'm surprised that has some legs with it. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting, Stu, you mentioned that, because I have a daughter that uh, will be a, a sophomore in college, and she went through orientation last year at this particular state university. I will not mention it, um, but it's named after one of our founding fathers, and uh, if you watch Fox News, you probably heard about it, but I won't, uh, I won't name them specifically. I, have, I happen to have served on the board of visitors of this university way back when in the 1980s, and, mm-hmm. and it's come a long way. But anyway, she was told that a white male over the age of 50 who is a Christian is an oppressor. And she called me and said, Dad, I guess you're an oppressor. And I said, well, just remember this, Samantha, who pays your tuition? And she said, okay, I got it. You're right. You're no longer an oppressor to me. But literally, this training for the people that were doing the orientation for freshmen went through this this whole divisive, your points too, and that's exactly what they're trying to do. They're trying to divide us. And notwithstanding the fact that we have a man, a resident of the White House who said he was going to bring people together, he's done more to divide people than anything else I've seen in, in my mm-hmm. lifetime. Um, and it's, it's a function of those types of things, the critical race theory and, and the, you know, the white supremacy and all of these other you know, cultural slogans they, they, they throw out now. I mean, look, we got problems in the United States. We got problems, no question about it. Our history has problems. But 
the, the fact of the matter is, most people walking down the street in America, they have no idea what this stuff is all about. And unfortunately, the one way you change a culture is you, you take over the government school system and you use that as the primary driver. And by golly, that's it looks like what they've done here. And I don't know how far along the line they are or how much you know we still have to do to fight them, but I know one part of it, from my perspective and from what I've committed my life to, is making sure that we give a, a voice to those individual teachers and individual citizens that want to stand up against this push for collectivism, this push for force, and this push for compulsion that unfortunately is a resident in our government policy today. I'm sure you're. Uh, I'm so glad you're there, Mark. You're the president of National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation, and uh, we we certainly need you. Just one other thing, and that is, um, what's wrong with saying mom and dad? <laughs> I mean, not a thing, Stu, what, not a thing. What, is the, what are they going to um, replace that yeah. with? Yeah, I, I have nothing else to add to that other than not a thing. I have six children, and uh, they still call me dad, and I'm really that, – that's the proudest thing they can – that's the, that's the most important thing and the most humbling thing they can say to me is, thanks, dad, thanks, dad, thanks, mom. Yeah. When my grandkids went to college, uh, the, the first thing I said, I want you to – before you make up your mind about something, I want you to listen to both sides. And then I realized when they got out, uh, there was only one side. Yeah, there was no both sides, and then right? They were, yeah. That's what they were believing in. That's what they believed yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. So how can we get more information about your uh, organization? Yes, yeah, Stu. Um, first of all, thanks. Uh, sorry again about the confusion on my end. I apologize. I thank you for your time no, and for we got bringing you. this topic up. But if a worker wants to find out about their workplace rights and how to exercise them, they can go to the foundation's website, which is nrtw.org, nrtw.org. If they want to know about what's going on legislatively in their state or what's going on legislatively in Congress that has to do with the expansion or the reduction of union power over workers in the country, they can go to the committee's website, the National Right to Work Committee's website, and that is nrtwc.org. Just add a C to the NRTW, and you can find out about what's going on in your state legislatively or what's happening with candidates in your state, whether or not they support right to work or where they stand on issues like this. So they can find out lots of information at those two places. Keep fighting the good fight. I'm glad to talk to you, Mark. Glad we uh, got in. Thank you, Stu. Appreciate you. All right. Take care. Thanks. Okay. Your comments and viewpoints on that, if you like. 889-5252 is our telephone number. Makes you scratch your head, doesn't it? Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Um, I always thought it was up to the workers to vote whether they want a union or not. I guess once they're in it, I, I don't know. See, I've never been a union worker, so... Yeah. All I know is the teachers' unions have been uh, controlling things a long time. Also yes. helping teachers. Not It's not always been negative. Mm -hmm. Right. I thought it was up to the workers, the teachers, the nurses, whether they want a union or not, they yeah. vote on it. Originally they do vote, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's what I thought. So it, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't understand how you can blame anybody else. Well, you know? there if are things going on today that I don't think went on years ago that are happening in schools i mean people telling you mom and dad's not you shouldn't say that and well i know teaching kids wrong. sex when they're in the kindergarten I first know, and second I think grade that's wrong but yeah. but if, if the teachers vote yes they want the union mm -hmm. uh what can you do 
Well, what think, can you do? You know, you, well, you, these people protect teachers who say, wait a minute, I don't agree with this. This is not what I went to school for. I'm not going to get into uh, gender things in the early grades of school. And, yeah, right. It's up, it's up to them to say no. Mm-hmm. We don't want this. Well, some people lose their job because of it now. That's why we have groups like this fellow that I talked to. Well, it, 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 it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I think that they should vote on it if they want it. Uh, they have to pass it, and, and that's all you can do. All right. I'm glad you, know? you called. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate it. All right. Thank, thank you. Uh-huh. Hi, WICH. Welcome to the program. Sue? Yes, hi. Um, I was thinking that... You know, um, the guest that you had on, when I first started working for for the state of Connecticut, and I worked in the private sector, and when I joined and had a job for the state of Connecticut, they said to me, um, and there was a union rep there at the place I was applying, and he says, you got to vote union. Well... Being feisty as I am, oh, yes. I'm like, you're not going to tell me what to do, whatever. So I, I declined on being a member, mm-hmm. but they do take out what is the same amount of money for a membership, a union member, as well as what they call agency fees. Okay? So... What my point is, it's political, and even though uh, I was a non-member, but you, still, you still had to pay the fee. You still the pay the fee because the majority got, voted for it, right? Say that again. The majority voted for it, so you still had to pay the fees. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So um, what I have to say it, it's political. It's political because. When you get membership um, flyers or booklets or whatever, they discredit the governor coming in and to what that is going to mean if you vote this way or that way. Let me ask you a question because I'm a dummy on this subject, and that is you didn't vote for the union, but the union is in, but they would still protect you if you had an issue because you still have to pay. So yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, all so, right. Um, I didn't agree with that just because I don't go along with the um, majority. I have my own thinking, and just out of curiosity, I'm like, I'm not voting for that. What's going to happen to me, right? So I, you still get deducted union, um, agency fees, same amount. So it's all political. Okay. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate the information. Hi, WICH. Good morning. Good afternoon. Whatever. Hi. Hey, good, good afternoon, Stu. Hello, Joseph. Hey, that was a great interview. That guy's really on the stick, man. You know, I worked when I got out of the service, and I got laid off. After, I got my five years there, which was okay. But when I was with the field I was in, you either in the pipe fitters or the aerospace machinist union, you didn't have a choice. They just randomly picked you and they put me in the in the machinist aerospace aerospace 
my my union dues was twenty three fifty back in the day, and uh, the pipe business is half of that, twelve fifty. But you know what? I get a magazine once a month from the National Union of my union. I didn't have a say what union I could be in. I paid the dues, and you know I had the representation. But you know, it, it, to me, when I look back. We didn't have big union reps coming in the EB and then talking about our union and what they do. For, you know, nothing like that. There was nothing. We just had union reps that were just regular steel workers in the in the union at EB, and they were our representatives. You know, just for electrical and all dynamics. But yeah, this guy's really on the ball. And uh, I was just thinking about, but I paid the dues and all, and. Uh, I didn't have a choice. Well, unions uh, certainly have done some good things for people in protecting them. It's just some of the things recently that I'm learning about, you know, especially during the uh, pandemic, which has not gone away yet, uh, some of their decisions didn't seem very well. And, of course, there's the strike issue. Some people, I remember the big EB strike that lasted a very long time. You probably remember it, too, Joe, that... uh, 1988. People were so devastatingly hurt by it but you yeah, didn't want to go against it 88 it was called out the gate in 88 they struck yeah. and the, yeah and they had a lot of people that crossed the line and it was brutal because i got hired there in 89 when i got out yeah and uh and if you didn't have that little blue honor roll pin on your collar and we didn't wear a collar you wore regular clothes but they consider you a scab that you crossed no, the I line and it was horrible I used to feel really so bad was. because some people it was it was killing them financially, and um, there's really nothing they could do about it because, yeah, yeah they would get harassed and uh, all of that. So, uh, And I don't know if they ever made up the money from all the time they were on strike. I, I, I don't either. I can't imagine. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Hey, you know, something else. I had, I had a, a yard worker come up to me one day, and actually she said to me, are you a scab? I don't see your honor roll pen. I said, No. I came in right after the strike was over. I'm a new hire. She shut her mouth, man. It pissed me off. It really did. Well, but that's okay. how they looked. At, that's how they looked at you. you know, people get pretty rough in those things. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. My father worked for Boeing. He's an engineer, top engineer, and he didn't even want to be a union steward. But he was so good in his trade, and all the people there liked him so much. They just honorarily made him a union steward, and he did it. But yeah, and he was he was in the union for all those years, but. uh Back in the day when he grew up, unions were strong and powerful, you know? Hey, I'm glad you called. I'm learning a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I got to ask you one quick question about those vinyl. Remember the Beatles song, and if we played it backwards, it had a different saying than what was going on. I think it was on the Abbey Road album. Yeah, I supposedly. Think. It was a gimmick, yeah. Well, it had to be a gimmick, because I was going to ask Stu, and I had turntables back in the 70s. How, how do you put a turntable in reverse and put the needle on it and make it go backwards and you're going to get sound? Is that possible? I mean, you just do it with your finger and turn the record the other way. That's all. I never, okay, I never knew the real reason, but hey, you're the man. Thanks, you're the buddy. final man, Stu. Take care now. Thanks. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi there. The police department was was uh, is union. I was president of the union for eight years. Okay, well, maybe you can not teach a, not, me not some things. Not an easy job, uh, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Uh, very difficult to try to keep everything. I'll tell you one thing about a union. Uh, unions, uh, uh, most of the stuff in a, is con- contractual. It's already done in a contract. But I'm going to give you a good example of, of something um, that 
Say, you know, we had the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the police officers are already given paid holidays, sick days, and vacation time, those three different things. So when the pandemic came up, police officers were getting the virus, of course, because they have to still go to people's houses sure, and, and so course. forth. They still have to do their job. So mm-hmm. here's the issue. Uh, I would want the city to pay the officers for their five or ten days out of work. I wouldn't want them to have to use their sick time or vacation pay for getting the, the virus. So there's an issue that would either be settled quickly or would go to arbitration in Hartford. Yeah, okay, I get that. I mean, that's certainly, uh, they still so have to do their job. Some people might agree with that, and some people might disagree with that issue, but it's something that I would fight for for the officers to, 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 to get, so they wouldn't have to use their personal time for yeah, it. Yeah, I would, I would fight for would it, say, too. They would say, the city, or somebody would say that they got it somewhere else, they didn't get it from work. So that would be the first uh, thing that would be brought up. Mm. But uh, So th- those are the kind of things that aren't in a contract that, that would come up. In a in, in a uh, in, you know when you're in a union. Were you ever in a situation with a strike? I don't think so. We can't strike. Hmm? You can't strike. Can't police, strike. Police officers can't strike. No, and you can you can you can walk on a picket line. You can okay. walk if you want. You mm-hmm. can walk with a sign and do what you want, but you can't strike. You cannot you cannot strike. In other words, the officers can't not not go to work. Remember you know, when airline controllers. Uh, Went on strike, and of course Reagan. They all got fired. Yeah, they all got fired because you're not supposed yeah. to do that either, right? Right. So, and that's in the contract, uh, uh, an issue like that. But it's a, it's a, it is political. I don't know who said that. It is very political. I think Marie said that. It's a very political. Uh, yeah. uh, unions are very political. So. Well, I really wish they weren't as much political as some of them appear to be. But uh, of course they. You know, it's not all negative. They do some good things. Yeah. Oh, unions are good. I, I, I would definitely want to work in a union rather than a non-union. Mm-hmm. I think you got a lot more rights. You got a lot more if you if they decide they want to fire you for something or whatever. You 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 have a lot more rights in a union. So yeah, I I I really prefer unions over a non-union for for, for work purposes. Right. And of course, that's what kind of job you have uh, on top of it, you know. But uh, being a president, I, I mean, it was rewarding. I, I learned a lot from doing contracts, you know, like employment contracts and all of that, and working with the city manager. It was it was good. It was it was rewarding, but it was a it was difficult also. Hey, so, thanks for so. the the lesson. I appreciate it. Okay. Oh, oh one more thing. Can I tell you one more thing? Sure. ESPN, you got Comcast. I have Verizon. Oh, no. Verizon. Okay. I can't help you then. If somebody, if you had Comcast, it says on the two, you don't have to order ESPN. That comes with you. That's just a normal sports channel. But the regular ESPN says ESPN on the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. And the one that you watched last night says ESPN2. Well, That's sure, the one that you watched last night. It sure looked like okay. ESPN, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. one, yeah. Okay. Well, I... 
Why would no they special channels? There's two SPN. Why channels, would they period. do that? I mean, if you want to interview people, do it on another sports, you know, segment. Why would well, they? That's why I don't watch that channel because I can't stand a Rod in the stuff that they do with all their sports programs. So I just watch the regular ESPN. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I, believe me, I'll know that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank, thank you. you. It was disgusting last night. You wanted to watch the Yankee Red Sox game, and they half the screen they were interviewing. Hardly even noticing the game. I could have done the play-by-play for him. But it would have cost him. 889-5252 if you'd like to check in. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street. Hey, this is Lisa Stofan. Heard the Mark Patrick weight loss hypnosis hype? Well, I attended because my father stopped smoking with hypnosis. Hypnosis eliminated my desire for soda and fast food, made me want to exercise, and I lost 60 pounds in six months. My energy level exploded. I went to another session to deal with some other problem foods, and I lost another 10 pounds. In fact, I brought my husband. He lost weight. More important, cholesterol and blood pressure improved. My friend went, and she lost 20 pounds in the first two months. So does Mark Patrick hypnosis work? Oh, yeah, it works. Nothing has changed my life more. Well, except maybe my husband. He's so proud of me. Makes me cry. What are you waiting for? Join Mark Patrick Seminars and lose weight or stop smoking guaranteed for only $49.99. That's right. Weight Loss Seminar, Sunday, July 31st at the Holiday Inn in Norwich from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Registration begins at 1030. Stop Smoking Seminar starts at 2 p.m. Registration at 1.30. Those seminars really work, I'll tell you. I know some people that have gone to them, Weight Watch or Stopping Smoking, and one person uh, that I worked with went there one time. One time, boom, it was great. It's a wonderful thing. Certainly worth trying, huh? So there's all kinds of new words. I don't know if they're going to take off or not. Um, I get some emails now, and they refer to somebody as they. And I mean, isn't we're getting a little too overboard with this stuff, right? You know. So I don't care if you're a male or a female or you switch or whatever. You know, just we're just going overboard with it. That's all. They and these and them and those. Hard enough to learn the English language from the beginning. you got to change it all. Anyway, let's leave mom and dad in the picture. Okay, we'll keep that in picture. Anybody else want to comment on the guest or anything else? The number is uh, 889-5252. 860-889-5252. As far as the weather, it's just a typical summer day. Sunny today. Temperatures in the uh, middle 80s. Clear tonight, 65. Partly cloudy on Friday and very warm. I mean, Friday, Tuesday. Let's not rush the week, huh, Briar? Partly cloudy on Tuesday with a high about 90 degrees. So that's the scoop. You like nice, warm summer weather? You have got it. 
Currently, our temperature is at 84, WICH, AM 1310. If you're new to this program, FM 94.5. If you're new to this program, you know that all opinions are welcome. You do not have to agree with me to be on this program. We don't have a screener that will say, all right, what do you want to talk about there? We don't do that. Hmm? Naturally, we want you to keep it in good taste. (laughs) All right? But other than that, you can have your say. You can say, Stu, I don't agree with you. You're a bum. <laughs> it's okay. Just, you know, uh, you know when you go over the line, right? <laughs> I hope so. Wish everybody knew that. In the meantime, uh, we'll play a tune. If you want to squeeze in a call before that, uh, we can do that. I'll let you know about upcoming guests probably tomorrow that we're working on. Still waiting on Stefanowski, uh, Mr. Stefanowski, to call and get on the program so we can find out about him. Of course, he's running for governor. So we've put in a few calls to his people. So far, they haven't called my people, which would be me. So um, hopefully he'll call and we'll have him on the program and you can ask him questions as well, as well. All right. I was going to play this song by uh, Tony Bennett, but I can't because it's not in the system. If I rule the world, I'll try to play it on another time on the program. But it's such a great song by Tony Bennett, but it happens to be missing today, so we will not play it. But I will play a very positive song by Sammy Davis Jr. as we head toward the 2 o'clock hour after I take this call. Welcome to the program. Hello. Yes, go with uh Stefanowski supposed to be at the uh and the Yeah, I understand, yeah, he is supposed to be there and um it'd be nice if he got in touch with me, but he I mean I sent a note to his people, they sent it back, you know, and but that was a while ago. So Yeah, but do you know what time it is tonight? Gee, I don't know. I didn't receive that information, but I know uh, it is today and if I gotcha. had it, I'd certainly give it to you. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah, get to know him. Ask him questions. I must get about five or six emails from the uh, the governor's people every day, every day. Of course, the governor he owes he owes me uh, a visit as well because we had it all set up and he they changed their mind the last minute. But certainly always willing to have him on the program. In the meantime, here's Sammy. I gotta be me if I ever find out who that is. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong. Whether I find a place in this world or never belong. I gotta be me. Can I be but what I am? I want to live, not merely survive. And I won't give up this dream of life that keeps me alive. I gotta be me. I 
He was him, the great Sammy Davis Jr. Do I have time to... I'm talking to myself. Excuse me, folks. Yes, I think I have time to tell you this. We talk about Samuel Huntington a lot, 1731 to 1796. So uh, a little article here. The Wyndham-born Huntington's education was limited to grammar school. His initial career focus is involved in apprenticeship to a cooper and working on his family's father's farm. While Huntington did not play an active role in drafting the Declaration of Independence, his leadership skills were recognized by his fellow delegates, and he served as president of the Continental Congress from 1779 to 1781. There's a little, of course, squabble that he was the first president. Our friend Bill Stanley always said, Some historians claim that because Huntington held the title of President of the United States in Congress, assembled when the Articles of Confederation were ratified, he was the first U.S. President, although Huntington's role was mostly ceremonial and he did not have the authority that the U.S. Constitution would allocate to the official head of state. So, whether you want to believe he was President or not, I guess according to this article... He's not the president-president. He returned to Connecticut after independence was secured to serve as chief justice of the Connecticut Supreme Court, Samuel Huntington. We had a lot of fun talking about him through the years. Maybe they could share first president. That would be all right, right? They could both be first president. It's a tie. Thanks for joining us today. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Don't forget to turn so you won't burn. Coming up next, Jimmy Fallon is back from his vacation. All right, kids, you only have a short time here. And that's the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you'll be with us again tomorrow. Goodbye. Your number one local connection, WICH AM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 W233 DB in Norwich.